The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. At times, he can even be aggressive. Given to excesses of violence when things don't go his way, he's not one for half measures. Nope. When he gets angry, he explodes. You wouldn't like me. He's furious and there's no stopping him. Damn right. He's pretty calm most of the time. Well. When you try to find out, his anger and violence are always proportionate to the acts you've committed. Yeah. I mean, I mean that could be me or it could be like Tahoe Joe Murphy. I don't know. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. I hope that you are doing very, very well this morning. Today is Thursday, which means... Going to Bucky. <laughs> Bucky! Florida has Disney World. We have Bucky. Yep, got my Bucky's in, got my Copenhagen. I'm good for the week. The world is a safe place once again because I'm equipped with Copenhagen. There you go. Uh, lots and lots to get to today. I have an official response. The Arnie State Show's official response to my name being said yesterday. I tell you what, man. I'm getting a lot of people emailing me and a lot of people listening to the show, and I'm loving it. I will have my official response after we get through the good mornings. Oh, I promise you that. Um. Before I, before I, well, let, let, let's start the good morning, shall we? Uh, first one here today, my man Derek. Becca, Becca. Says, good morning, ass Becca. family. It's Friday Eve. Let's get this day going. Becca. Indeed. Hockey player. Oh, man. I got to tell you, there's all kinds of cool shit happening behind the scenes right now. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Just really, really cool shit, and I have hockey player to thank for it because hockey player is amazing. Just uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So thank you so much, my friend. There's my guy. It's t-shirt time. Twelve ten is t-shirt time. It is twelve ten. It's t-shirt Uh-oh. time. Season finale, Jersey Shore tonight. Time. It's t-shirt time. Probably won't watch it live. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. Yeah, yeah, it is t-shirt time, bitches. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God, shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let you everybody know put their t-shirts on. You put your t-shirt on and cover up them big old hoo-hahs. Um, Rhino, good morning. He says, first, what the fuck, Derek? How'd you do that? I love that people are racing to get to the show. I think that's phenomenal. Um, I know that I'm supposed to be getting delivery today of T-shirts from 4T5Printing.com. Very excited. Very excited. But Saturday, I'm getting a special shirt from 4T5Printing.com and my man Rhino and and, and his number one uh, uh, superstar lady, Jesse Jamie. I got some hats in there, too. I'm excited to show them off. Saturday, though, uh, uh, just get ready for T-shirt time on Monday. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Just get ready for T-shirt time on Monday. It's going to be uh, phenomenal. You talking to the Rolex mm-hmm. wearing woo, diamond ring wearing kiss stealing woo, wheeling dealing limousine riding jet flying son of a gun and I'm having a hard time Warbird, good morning, my friend. He says, let's go. Yeah, uh, AEW, hey, AEW Wrestling, uh, let me just say something to you real fast. 
if you're going to sign Ric Flair to a contract, then have Ric Flair on your fucking TV show. I like how AEW tried to say, oh, oh, the only way WWE can beat us is if they put their top stars and these old wrestlers on their shows, like The Undertaker. And then you turn around and put fucking Ric Flair on your show? Well, I, I tell you what, AEW, y'all are going to be in Garland on December 16th, day before Edna's birthday. God rest her soul. She'd be 120 years old. Man, oh man, she'd still be a whip. But uh, y'all better have Ric Flair that night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sneak into the night before Ring of Honor. But uh, y- y'all better have some damn Ric Flair at that at show I'm at. Because if you're going to sign Ric Flair... Then fucking sign Ric Flair. Jesus, criminy. Don't you, are you I mean, are you stupid? Uh, Christine! Christine 16. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Well, good morning to you, Victor. You on your way to school? Come on now. We got to get that kid educated. Whitewash! This is Good Morning St. Arnie and the rest of the Ass Family. Great way to start the morning with some classic STP. Yeah, I played them with, uh, dude, I, I just love the, the song Black by, by, by that terrible band Pearl Jam. By the way, how can Eddie Vedder be a Cubs fan? Isn't he from Seattle? He can't be a Cubs fan. He's got to be a Mariners fan. Jerk off. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn says good morning, y'all. Well, good morning to you. Cowboy Ryan! Well, I mean, look, look. Says happy Thursday, ass family. Nice to hear Arnie's name drop by scab yesterday. Yeah. Um, Cowboys are going to win huge this weekend. They're playing the one in whatever, one in a million uh, Carolina Panthers. Now, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Cowboys lose this game on Dak Prescott's 15 interceptions. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But but these Cowboy fans are getting all hyped up because we put another 40 goddamn points on the Giants. We're going to probably put 40 on Carolina. These are bad teams. Just wait. Just wait. Hey, I'm, I'm happy my, my Cowboys are winning. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy. But it, I, it, it's, a, it's a controlled happiness. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? You're damn right you're something, Chuck. Good morning, ass family. Happy Tahoe uh, Joe Murphy Day. Already made the football picking Saints. Bless you. Your brethren with wisdom and knowledge pull ahead and less saintly Mr. Murphy. Yeah, I mean, Joe's ahead of me by a game. Is it a game or two games? It's two fucking games. Jesus. Good God. Thank you. I appreciate that. There's Jesse Jamie. Good morning, ass family. A day above ground is a good day, so unless you're a zombie, get out and shine on. I will be covered uh, in thread stuck in my teeny tiny corner office all day. Well, that that's good. I have, I, I'm glad. There's Freedom Girl. This is good morning, all you beautiful ass family members. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. Let's get this party started. Indeed, we will get it started here very, very soon. Jim. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. What's not good, ass family? I have to catch today's episode on Spotify later. That's okay. Hey, they, we, that's why I put them up there. See, I'm not going to force y'all to listen to me at certain times. I mean, it's live, but... We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet. Cult. No, no, we aren't going to do that. And uh, Cowboys Girl, good morning to you. Says, uh, happy Murphy Day. Gibby! Holy Jesus. 
Damn it, Eric up north. Uh, Gibby, good morning to you. Eric up north, I didn't work on your easy E. Damn it. Hold on a second. Let's, let's write this down. Um, easy E. It'll be on tomorrow. Sorry about that, Eric. Greetings from salutations from the barren northern tundra of South Dakota. Oh, I'll get it up there. Love the music. What's next? Candlebox? Oh, I love Candlebox. Candlebox is one of my favorite bands, I got to say. There's a lot of people who don't like Candlebox. I really like Candlebox. Stink Fist! Uh, it says, good morning, ass. Black is probably my favorite Pearl Jam song. Oh, definitely mine. I, like, like, Pearl Jam's okay. Alive is a decent song. You know, they got a lot of credit. Eddie Vedder was a, a decent singer, but he wasn't Chris Cornell, and he was definitely not Lane Staley. I'll say that much uh, right there. Uh, right there with you, Stink. Braddy Kid! Oh, my Lord. Oh, man! Start. She is definitely in the house. Shut your fuck nugget mouth and get the hell out. Oh, all right. Well, off to work you go. My goodness. That was sassy. Shut your fuck nugget mouth and get the hell out. Okay. Wow. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Uh, says, get her done, shit bird. Caw, caw. Like a pink nightmare. <laughs> Ralphie says, good morning, ass family. Mwah. Well, moi, back to you. Uh, now, I got a letter from her, um, and it's kind of funny. It says, hey, Arnie, I was listening to the rest of today's show. My, uh, my classes start before your show ends, so I catch up at the end of the day or in the evenings. If we have clubs after class like Wednesday, nerd day, <laughs> God bless them. They may be nerds, but they're brilliant. Anyways, catching up on today's show, and I hear my phone ring. It's after 9 p.m. My phone is on Do Not Disturbed. I should know better, but no. I try to answer the phone and wonder, what the fuck? I hear it. Why can't I press the button and answer the phone? Then I realize it's your show. I laughed. You are freaking hysterical. Ralphie, I have to say that... When I get to do that kind of stuff, that spontaneous stuff, and and, and it, 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 it works out... I know you looked at your phone just then and there. I, I know it. And you're going to end up changing your ringtone. I, I I know you will because I will hit you at sometimes when you least expect it. But when I when when you said that you thought your phone was going off, you should have saw the look on my face. It, I, I I looked like uh, I looked like that kid who gets that bicycle he wants on Christmas Day, even though I was never that kid. I, I I know what that look is, and that was the look yesterday. So Ralphie, I appreciate that more than anything. Uh, Safety guy in the house. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says happy Joe Murphy Day. Yes, I'm very excited to talk to Joe. Chaz! Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Says practice for Friday underway. The even popular Joe Murphy with his comedy stylings of Dr. State scab having an aneurysm and dropping Arnie's name. We are living in spectacular times, as family. Enjoy every single second. I know I will. Well, that is fantastic. Douglas! Screw your freedom. Says good morning, peeps. Maga, uh, Rhino says good morning to Chaz Man Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! Hope you're doing good today. Uh, skull spit right back at you, buddy. Thank you. Okay. I, I didn't know that you were dressed and you're dipping skull, but that's okay. 
That's just shit talk between people that dip snuff. That's all. Rhino, good morning to you and Jesse Jamie. Uh, there, there's a. Uh, oh, wait, where's, where's, where's his? I got to move his uh, over here. Holy dog shit. Texas only steers and queers come from Texas. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Colt says, good morning, family. Truman Show, I got to work on a good morning for you. Uh, good morning, ass. Let's fucking go. And I'm not going to get anything from uh, the Truman Show. I mean, you might get a Harry Truman fucking drop. Harry Truman. Got it written down. <laughs> That's how old I am. I have to fucking write down. I had to write down a grocery list yesterday, for God's sakes. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Gold says, Sloppy Joe, Thursday morning ass Niners by 20 on Sunday. Hey, yo. All right. I subjected myself to listening to the shit. Jesse Jamie says, good morning, Chaz, man. Hope you have a fan-damn-tastic shirt day, sir. The good Darren. Uh, Please be a fart. Good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Ready for Joe Murphy's words, but not to get robbed or boo-boo faced by a wine rack. Don't be a bunch of milk firsters either. Have I gotten all the ass show words in? Oh, yeah, most of them, yes. Yes, you have. Panda! Oh, I love trash. Good morning, ass family. Had to sign some paperwork and shit, but we're good to go now. Fantastic. Stinkfist says, I've tried to be first so many times, but it never happens. Back in the day, we used to wait in line for concert tickets. No matter how early I got there, I could never be first, damn it. I know. how oh, That was awful when, when I would do that. I hated that shit. When I wear my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. <laughs> hey, Rise, good morning to you. Chuck says, I subjected myself to listening to Shitty Scab Show last night in a new stackety, uh, staticky station. See if he edited the era, and it went out uh, again live on repeat. Nothing like hearing them say Arnie, and then uncomfortable pause. We'll talk about it. I, I promise we'll talk about it here in just a second. Ric Flair uh, would sign with Tijuana L Wrestling Ho if they paid him enough. His interest music certainly is not Let It Go. <laughs> no shit. Oh, my gosh. That is so fucking funny. Uh, YouTube sucks. Where's the damn song? There we go. What's up, sluts? Fucking work always gets in the way of fun. Morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you. Hope that you are doing good today. Uh, let's see. Let me get these all ready because these sound effects are all over the place. DNA! Have you seen my wiener? Have you seen my wiener? It says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. BC the Cubbies rule. Uh, the fucking baseball owners just approved the A's move to Vegas. Fuck them all. 49ers put 42 on you in case you forgot. Yes, I, I, I haven't forgot that. Thank you. I appreciate that, Warbird. Longhorns put 34 on you at home. So, there you go. <laughs> Fuck that, Arnie. Be like me. Uh, blindly and ridiculous. Now your team will dominate. <laughs> then be a dick about it on Monday. Uh, let's see. Uh, Colin! Oh, man! Colin! Grab his dick and twist it! Oh. This morning, everyone. Arnie, I sent you an email for your address so you can send the book. Okay, uh, I will check the emails here uh, shortly. Yes, Daddy. Oh, the American Dreams book, Daddy. I will be reading it on the air live and in Technicolor, babies. I can see why you love Braddy with comments like that. Who wouldn't? 
Oh, I've got a bratty kid story for you, too, to go along with everything that happened yesterday. Uh, you shout out to Gibby for making that T-shirt order. Hell yeah, Gibby. That's the shit right there. Kale in the house. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, says I'm here. Woo! Mad Hatter. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shitter was full. There we go. Yeah, my real last name. Not a fan of the movie. Okay, good, good. I, I, hey, you know what? Truman Show, I, I'll, I'll take care of you, my man. Uh, Harry Truman stole whiskey from my grandpappy back in Missouri, so fuck him. All right, well, I'll find something. Uh, College Station. Man, everybody's here this morning. The stars at night are big and bright. Says, good morning, AIG and Ass America. LOL, did he really do that ogre or just a story he told? XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Yes, yes, you have. Good morning. Kings won. All right. Bucket says AIG Sawyer's dad. Says good morning, Arnie. <laughs> Freddy Kids says make sure you put out a check for $100 for the Corgi Fund. Yes. Uh, Doug says Oakland doesn't deserve a fucking team. Uh, it's sad they didn't work for the teams to approve new stadium. It's just another shithole city in the Bay Area. It is sad to see all the teams leave from Oakland. Says bonjour, Arnie and Ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Can't wait to see what we're going to learn today. Oh, Joe just always keeps me in stitches. Uh, I know that. Ooh, I like that. Hey, hockey player, I like your email that you sent. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. Don't get me wrong. I miss going to the Coliseum for Raider games, but fuck, man, I'm pl- the plumbing is fucked. Uh, true story, Grandpappy was working in a garage, and Truman was just a small-time politician when nobody was looking. He swiped a bunch of whiskey. All right, so yesterday, um, we were alerted here on the show that my name had passed through a certain somebody's lips. Joe and I will talk about this uh, A's move thing more when sports starts up. Um, and I had the hardest time trying to find it because I'm not on Reddit. I'm not a, a member at Reddit, and I, I don't do all that stuff. So finally somebody found it for me, and they played it for me, and they sent it to me. Now, a lot of people are going to expect me to say something like, like this. Keep my name out your fucking mouth! Now, now I could easily say, Keep my name out your fucking mouth! But, uh-uh. First of all, it's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious, but not the way you think it's hilarious. I worked with those people for over 20 years. I know them. I hadn't heard her. I didn't hear hers. Um, and I'm not going to play them on this show. Because their voices don't deserve to be on the same airways as me. Um, I heard it. And this is the part that makes me laugh. And I remember when I went back to Reno. Um, when I left Sacramento and I went back to start my sports show, which was stolen from me in Reno. I remember one of the executives 
we're sitting down talking about a promotional idea, and I had all these great ideas, and bam, 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 and I'm like, okay, we do this, that, the other, blue, 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 blue. And after the meeting, he pulls me aside. He goes, he goes, it, it, this is a hand to God true story. He goes, you're not like your character at all. You're smart. He goes, you are so good at your job. And I was like, well, thanks. I mean, that's what you're supposed to be is good at your job. I come to work and I do my job. And that way it doesn't feel like working. But, but when he told me that, I realized that there are a lot of people in the industry who think that I'm fucking stupid. Which, hey, I love it. Now, anybody who thinks that this was a Freudian or Floydian slip, uh, hates me, who doesn't? He's too big and sensitive about it. He doesn't want to order that 8X. I've asked his tea time. Uh, your name is the best thing he said on that gay-ass show in a while. His ratings probably went up. Fuck you, Robin. Anyone else that trashes my brother? Well, here's the thing. Anybody who thinks that that was a, a slip, it wasn't a slip at all. It wasn't a slip at all. Because Rob Williams does make slips like that. No matter how drunk he is. And then and and then and then the, the, the sow made the same slip. Those aren't accidental. Those are those are direct shots saying, Hey, Arnie, we're paying attention. You better watch yourself. That's what they're saying. You don't think I see that? Do you really think I'm that stupid? I mean, I love being able to not say this. Keep my name out your fucking mouth! I know it, it's going to cause a lot of oohs, and, and, it, and it did cause a lot of oohs and ahs. But after eight years apart, after eight years of, of every day, now let me tell you something. This is how bad talk show hosts and DJs are, is that we have certain crutches that we do. And there are certain things that we hear or say, and we say them every single day. They become part of our regular vernacular. One that was in particular is the week before we would go on vacation, paid. I would say that even, where are you going? Are you, are you on vacation next week? Paid. I would always just say it. It was just like a it was it was like a Pavlovian response. And who trained me into that response? Rob. Scab. Shit face. So him saying that, that was that was planned. That was totally planned. Look, I, I try not to lie to y'all. I mean, the one thing I'm proud of in my radio career is we never did any April Fool's Day stupid bullshit pranks. Because we didn't want to fuck with our listeners. We loved our listeners. As much as we acted like we didn't, we knew that our listeners were the best. And as, as long as we had all those listeners, nobody could touch us. I want to post the link so bad, but I shall wait for Arnie to post it. Uh, that show is donkey shit. Look, look, here, here's the thing. 
If you want to post the link on uh, on the Mixler board here, that's fine. I'm just not going to play it. Yeah, I, I know somebody put it on the Super I'm not going to play it. Why? Because I don't want to hear his voice. His voice makes me sick. He makes me sick. He's a repulsive human being. I was thinking, yeah, that's not like Barack slipping and calling my husband his real name a couple times. This was on purpose for some reason. Oh, it's a, it, it, it's a, hey, we're paying attention to you. Um, and let me just say, um, Duh. yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm aware. I hate April Fool's crap on the radio. I remember that big fat guy from Tampa did a Metallica broke up prank two years in a row. Stupid. Oh, they, they used to do them all the time. I remember one time in Dallas here, the news got into it, the sports department, that the Dallas Mavericks had traded their entire starting lineup to the Bulls for for, for Michael Jordan early in his career. This is before Scottie Pippen. You know, this is when he was winning slam dunk contests and doing that shit. And people in Dallas were lapping that shit up. Oh, my God, we got Jordan. We got Jordan. Like, And even as a little kid, I'm like, we didn't get Jordan. Yeah, Bubba loves Sponge. What a fucking piece of shit that guy is. Oh, I know him. I, I, I shouldn't say I know him. I've talked to him a few times. Piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> would be re-christened re- Richter scale because she's massive. You can't talk behind her back because she needs space shuttle to travel back there. No shit. Oof, golly. Hey, Dawn, you're a fat pig. I know you're listening, or you got somebody listening. Make sure you get to read that one. Hey, who? If you're transcribing it for, spell pig in all caps. Uh, all the cocaine bulls back when Jordan was the Sosa of the team. Um, all right, now I got a quick story, real quick, about Braddy Kit, and then I'm about to lose my mind on something. Well, you know, I'm gonna save the losing my mind with Joe. Save that for Joe because it's baseball related. Um, so a couple days ago, Brad Kid and I go out running some errands. She got to go to Sporting Goods Store. We go to Dick's Sporting Goods Store. By the way, Dick's Sporting Goods Store suck. They'd never advertise on this show anyway because they suck. And they it's it's not because they don't have good stuff because they do have good stuff. It's their employees. Everybody past the first cast register in that store is god-awful. Don't even get me started in the shoe section. Uh, Sal can sing Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman because she's the size of them. Print time, love your brother, I'll be listening, all right. Happy printing. They're a bunch of dicks. She should challenge Shamu to a way off. Uh-huh. No, I don't like dicks. Thank you. Good try, XXG Force. So we go in there and uh, looking around, and, and she needs to get some gloves for work because she's got to push shit around at work, and it fucks with her hands. So, it, it, but she needs her fingers through, so she's gonna get some weightlifting gloves. And this is like two days ago, three, yeah, Ted, two days ago. And she's trying on these gloves, and I've never seen somebody. Not know how to try on gloves. 
like she's putting them on backwards and and upside down and and not getting them through there. And I, I think she's fucking with me, but she's not. She finds a pair of gloves, but they're too big, so we got to take them back. So we have to go back to Dick's yesterday and take back these and some other stuff. And we went to a different Dick's this time. We went to a bigger Dick's, the one in Garland, which is really crappy. And we go upstairs, and she's, I, I, I find a pair of gloves right away. I go, here you go. And she's putting it on, and she's putting it on the wrong hand. And I said, that's not right. Well, my thumb goes here. I said, yes, from your other hand. She looks at it and she's like, oh. No, I don't want that to play. Why is this playing? That shouldn't play. I I don't know why that play. (laughs) And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And she thinks it's fine. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're driving me insane. So then we have to go over to another part of the gloves, and, and she starts doing it again. I said, no, I'm putting this one on you. And we did find a pair of gloves for But I've never seen anybody who's hard of trying on gloves. Uh, let's see. There's bigger dicks in Garland. Be right there. <laughs> Hope Braddy is okay. She's having an issue putting the gloves on wrong. Maybe a stroke. Braddy trying to go to a motorcycle shop. They have lots of fingerless gloves. Um, it takes a special kind of retard not to put gloves on. Braddy Kid says, no stroke, Brett. <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> Dying here. Um, all right. Let's, let, let's start with uh, some of the show here. Shall we before? Because we have a half hour until Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. I'm so excited, not really about this. Braddy was doing the whole show. OJ said, Wait, wait, hold on. That's Stackar? Says Braddy was doing the whole OJ Simpson if it doesn't fit her hand. <laughs> um, you remember when this story happened? We were all excited, we were giddy about it. When Nancy Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Um, Nancy Pelosi's house was broke into, and her husband, Paul Pelosi, got the piss beat out of him with a guy with a hammer. And we got to see it all on body cam. We got to see that on body cam like two days ago. I'd like some body cam, Auburn, California. But we saw 43-year-old David DePape, and he was inside the house. He busted in the house. We saw a video later of him busting in the house. And then he and Pelosi were drinking together, and then he let Pelosi call some people on the telephone, which doesn't really sound like kidnapping to me. You're the worst kidnapper in the world. And then the police got there. And he pulled the old, ooh, wah, with a hammer on him. He got hammer after he got pegged. So now the, the court, the jury begins deliberations. Mr. DePape 
has pled not guilty to attempted kidnapping. He delivered a tearful apology on the witness's stand to Paul. Says the door opened and a very large man came in with a hammer in one hand, some ties in the other. Says, where's Nancy? So we're all to believe that this guy, this big old fella, while Paul Pelosi's scampering around, not dropping the drink in his hand. Let's remember that. I'm seeing a still photo of it right now. He's got a gay, he's got a glass of scotch in one hand, this guy's tool in the other, and it, I'm talking about a hammer this time. He already milked him of his man gravy. You know what I'd like to see? I would like to see the bank records for Mr. DePape and Mr. DePape's family over the last two months. That's what I would like to see. Because he's saying, oh, I wasn't even here for him. Bought and paid for. I just love how you say police like Fred G. Sanford. Hey, that's the way I learned how to say it, the police. Uh, in addition to the federal charges, he's pled not guilty to the state charges of attempted murder, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, residential burglary, and other felonies. Yeah, you're not gonna you're 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 probably not gonna win on that due to the body cam. Cause you did break in. You did assault with a deadly weapon. Hammers are deadly weapons. By the way, I'm in a great mood today because today is an RC Cola day. That's right, I'm having RC Cola today. Mm-mm-mm. Now, maybe he'll get the attempted murder drop. Assault with a deadly weapon, guilty. Elder abuse, well, by, by, by number, yes, okay. Residential burglary, that's just breaking in. And he's a burglar, which means he's one who burgles. If I had to be married to Skeletor, I would have to drink in my end, too. I would rather be fucked by DePape and his hammer than that fucking thing. Was it an assault hammer? I do not believe it was an AR hammer. It was not an AR-15 hammer. What is the over-under on him getting suicide? You know what? I don't think... This is what I think happens. I think he might see a couple years in a, a, a posh prison or jail. Look, look. Y'all want to know what it... This is what it is. Let, let's run it back even six weeks before that. Paul Pelosi got pulled over for DUI. And there was a, another person in the car, and I think it came out that it was a gentleman that was in the car with him. For some reason... Now, once again, I've watched a lot of episodes of Cops... And I've watched a lot of episodes of uh, uh, Live PD or whatever it's on, on Patrol now. Just call it Live PD again. Would you fucking, you pussies. And usually when they get a drunk driver and they got him out of the car, somebody's going to be over there talking to the passenger. Well, the passenger just gets out and walks away. Which, once again, I was shocked at. We don't know, but we know it was a male. I like to put one and one together, say, well, that male, unidentified male, probably Mr. DePape. And Mr. DePape finally wanted to get paid for sucking his dick or taking it up the rear or providing his gentleman's relish to Paul Pelosi. 
whatever it was. Well, he couldn't get paid that night because Paul Pelosi was going to the Hooscow to be getting some ass for free. So Mr. DePape came back a few weeks later, busted in, said, Hey, I had your dirty old sack in my mouth. I want to get paid, motherfucker. And they came up with this elaborate fucking thing because Paul freaked out and called 911. So they come up with this idea that he wants to, you know, kidnap Nancy and all this kind of stuff. Well, the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. So he was wrong for doing that, so he'll end up in some posh country club type jail while his family won't have to worry about their bills for a while because let's not forget that Nancy Pelosi... Well, the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. ...is worth around $197 million. Let that sink in for a second. You don't think that this is bought and paid for? This is the best theory of that situation yet. Well, the... Once again, see, I I equate this to my radio career. They think that we're all fucking stupid. They think that we're not paying attention to what's happening. That's the part that, that, that hurts me the most, I think, is they act like there aren't people paying attention. Those people that are paying attention to are then called conspiracy theorists, whack jobs, um, wh- whatever you want to call them, but they're paying attention. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? No. Yep. That's a lot of democracy. Did the burglar guys sustain any injuries? I do not believe so, but I'm not sure. Mr. DePape. He's going to go to jail. His family's going to get paid. They'll wipe their hands of this. Nancy now gets to stick her high heel all the way up Paul's ass now because he fucked up big time, not only getting a DUI, but then getting beat up at home. That's why she's running for office again. She don't want to be around that fucking weirdo. Saw a couple things uh, yesterday. Uh, FBI Director uh, Ray, which, by the way, it's the FBI, so they're all fucking crooked as question marks anyway. Um, has said that the number of illegal immigrants evading the Border Patrol agents and escaping into the country is a source of what he calls great concern. And? And we know... Once again, why are we wasting time having these Senate subcommittee meetings? Like, if, if a fat guy in Rockwall, Texas knows that the people that are, that are crossing our borders illegally are, could have some great concern towards Americans, I know. Which means those people that you're testifying in front of, they know too. Because they're supposed to be smarter than us. Uh, I noticed that I was printing, insinuating I wasn't going to chat for a bit. Coffee kicked in. Sorry for the visual. <laughs> the old morning constitutional. Can the FBI guarantee American people that known suspect terrorists, including any from Hamas or other groups, are not in America? 
We certainly, the group people you're talking about, are a source of great concern for us. So, no, they can't make that. And this is what I want to talk about. They tried to get Vivac on this because they're trying to run down Donald Trump because he called people vermin. Oh, that's such a Nazi-esque word. Vermin. Oh, he called them vermin? I think Hitler or Mussolini once called people vermin. Let's take a look. Vermin. Wild animals that are not to believe, uh, believed to be harmful to crops, farm animals, or game, or carry disease. Oh, that are believed. I'm sorry. Wild animals that are believed to be harmful to crops, farm animals, or game that carry disease, i.e. rodents. Um, you're mad about that? Um these people that are coming to our country will be harmful to our country. We can say that's our crops. Uh, our farm animals, that's our, our people here in America. These people are going to be harmful to them, um, and they carry disease. Well, that's true because a lot of these people are leaving these third-world nations, and they're coming here, and they're sick, and they want us to treat them. Now, you can call me a bad guy, but that all fits in vermin. So, I'm tired of it, the, the compare, because he, he uses bad names to call people. I don't want to ask this question because it's a stupid question to ask because I know the answer to it. But are you really that soft? Are you, are, are you really that soft of a human being that, that your, your, your feelings are hurt by vermin? Because I tell you what, uh, I couldn't spend an afternoon with you because I'm going to devastate you. And it might just be me watching television fucking giving my play-by-play on television. It's an insult to vermin because vermin don't carry fentanyl. <laughs> The coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will need uh, jobs and will be willing to work for lower wages. Well, here's the problem with that, Douglas. Only in the most recent statistics they've done of all these people, these vermin. I'll go ahead and say it, too, so everybody can just keep calling me a racist. Um... Yes, because I'm like Hitler as well. Um, Only 4% have even applied for jobs. See, this isn't that generation of illegal aliens. This is one of the most proud conversations I've had off the air with an ass family member, uh, and it has to do uh, with our movie superstar, Christopher. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Christopher and I had gotten into an email discussion about illegal aliens or undocumented workers or whatever whatever they, they're calling them today. I still call them illegal aliens. And he told the story about his grandmother. 
and how she brought her family over here. But you see, the difference is his grandmother came over here with the ability and the willingness to do whatever it took. Probably had a job the first day she was here. And she provided a life and raised a family and even had grandchildren through it. And we all love Christopher on this show. Christopher's a, 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 a good man, a good husband, a, a, a fucking phenomenal bus driver, saved a busload of children. And he comes from that. Well, that's that generation of border crosser is not the one that's crossing the borders now. This is the generation of border crosser that has their hand out. And we can't do it anymore. We just can't. Sorry. Park's closed. Eagle outside should have told you. Hey, kids, so Christopher's granny came more than just in this country. My favorite walk-up sound by Christopher. Grandma was a seamstress, lots, uh, lost all of her fingernails over a very long career. She did that for her family. These new people, look. Are there some people that are the 4%? How sad is that? How sad is it that it's at 4%? When back in the day when they would cross the borders, it'd be like 80, 90%. At least they're fucking applying for jobs or they're going to Home Depot, hopefully to get picked up. Amazing. Amazing. Um, all right. We got to talk about the gays now because the gays are just all over the place. <laughs> the gays and the trans. Yeah, y'all are just, I, I, I don't even, uh, I, I, I don't know where to start. Uh, okay, I'll start here. Now, this first story, the headline confuses me. Conservative Muslims in Indonesia. Now, is that like saying, I want an orange orange? I mean, I don't think that they're very liberal in the way they treat women. The way they treat the rest of the world. Conservative Muslims in Indonesia protest Coldplay concert over the band's LGBTQ support. First of all, who in Indonesia wants to go to a Coldplay show? I mean, seriously. Do those people not suffer enough living in Indonesia? And now you're going to force them to see Coldplay? Now I know why they hate us so much. I mean, I, 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 I know that I'm pissing somebody off. Somebody's like, God damn it, I'm a Coldplay fan. I mean, this song is offensive to Asians. Mage, I'm not playing this for you. You know what? Right there, right there, I'm strapping a bomb to myself. 
Who the fuck wants to see Coldplay in general? Have you ever been there? Gorgeous, but their coffee is made out of shit beans. We're all slaves, got to bust ass 80, 90 hours a week. Zero representation. I'm ready to get some Patriot shit. I'm a Coldplay fan until a couple albums go when they went totally uh, think it's funny. Cruel and unusual punishment. At least it's not Nickelback. Very true. You know, Nickelback's looking into that. Hey, uh, hey, Chris Martin, uh, how was, uh, how was your, uh, your, your gig in Indonesia? <laughs> Ooh, in Jakarta. But the conservative Muslims, is there any other way to describe a Muslim than conservative? I mean, are there liberal Muslims out there? Look, look, I'll blow, I'll, I'll, I'll put the, the, the thing on my chest, but I only want, I, I only want 42 virgins. 76 is just too many. God damn it. The conservative Muslims. Do they all wear red ties? Are all their little headgear red? Conservative Muslim. That's the that's the best term I've heard since adult children. Liberal Muslims get thrown off roofs. Very true. Eon Omar is a liberal Muslim. Well, she still wears the old hajib or the hairdress thing. Coldplay probably has to pay to perform. Uh, hey guys, uh, we're Coldplay. You remember us? <sighs> well, I think I think Target is about to close their doors. Did I have to be I have to be in a coma right now. Something happened to me. You know, somebody took a shot at me and, and, and I've been in a coma for the last, I don't know, umpteen years. Because this shit can't be real. Stories like this just can't be real because didn't you learn anything? Over the summer, early on, spring into summer, Target saw their lowest stock prices of all time happen because they released a line of transgender swimwear and to a lesser degree, they had hired a Satanist to design it. Now, I don't give a fuck who designs it. That, that, that don't, that, whatever. That's just people adding on top of it, okay? That's like, that's, that's the, you know what that is? That's like when you build an ice cream sundae, right? And you got the ice cream, and then you got the whipped cream, and you got some nuts on there. Maybe, maybe you go as far as some sprinkles, because, you know, sprinkles are for winners. And then, like, a cherry on top of that. Maybe some hot sauce or a hot fudge sauce drizzled on there. Okay. But you see, when you go after the Satanist who designed it, that's throwing them shitty gummy worms on top of it. Once you put gummy worms on top of an ice cream sundae, you fucked it up. Target is selling at-home artificial insemination kits. <laughs> they had that. Well, I don't know if it was that. It was on that. Oh, and by the way, thank you to Stephanie. 
she sent me a thing, the Learning Channel. They're bringing back the the daughters and the uh, the, the the daughters and mothers shows, because there was a mother who in, tried to to inseminate her daughter using a dildo. So, Target, instead of learning, hey, whoopsie daisy, we fucked up. They're doubling down. Target has now hired a new strategist who vows to make trouble this holiday season because they're an activist designer, of course. Um... And already has debuted Rainbow Nutcrackers for Christmas. <laughs> do, do you just hate money? Is that what it is? You're causing someone that says they're going to cause trouble. Well, if I'm a stockholder in Target, I'm going to go to the annual meeting and I'm going to go, whose idea was it to hire someone that said they were going to cause trouble? Okay, that was your idea. We want to vote you off the board now. Yeah, you can go work at Dollar General, right? You're you're no longer a a, a Target representative because you're stupid. Americans, for the majority of Americans, and I, this is, I'm saying 51%, not saying overwhelming numbers, but at least 51% of Americans are tired of this. People boycotted your stores before, they will do it again. Your stock prices have not jumped back to where they were just one year ago. They were trading at $160 a share, and the highest they've been is right now at almost $128 a share. That's a lot. You don't think your stockholders are going to know that? There he is. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Maid says, good morning, ass and AIG. Japanese word of the day is manko. Translation, cunt for Coldplay in Indonesia. I mean, yeah, I understand. Where's the hook? And it was called yellow. That's horrible. How can you say such a thing? Target is looking to hire people to cause trouble. Hire the team of Arnie States and 45 Printing. They can make their shirts here and not in Shittistan. Amen to that. I would be trying to, to, to flip the boat over because the boat is sinking. Now, I'm very, very intrigued to see because I haven't seen the numbers yet. Maybe you guys have seen the numbers. Um, but since the UFC has, um, 
partnered up with Bud Light. I'd like to see what the pay-per-view buys are at. I know that Donald Trump was at one uh, what Friday night in New York. I'd like to see what their pay-per-view buys are at because, you know, Dana White, he's defending the, the move. And, and, and I get it. Look, look. I'll tell you this right now. I reached out. I would I would have had him advertise on the show. Do you know why? Because they were desperate. They were desperate, and I could have stuck any number I wanted to on them. And that's what the UFC did. The UFC is going to make out like bandits in this because they can. And by the way, if there is a chance, and there's always going to be a chance, I don't see it being a very good chance, but if Bud Light rebounds, they tend to stick to the people that were there with them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tari's looking people. I put the YouTube excellent song to describe America today. Uh, today's moment of racism brought to you by Arnie. On 16th November 2023, Dr. States played a song called Yellow for an Asian listener. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yep, and they only showed the Michelob banner that night. Yeah. Well, look, 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 here's the thing. If those companies are willing to gamble, and that's what companies do. They gamble. It says, fuck Bud Light, my tranny fluid shirt was my top seller for three months. I get, and, and rightfully so. Bud Light is going to have to realize when they've lost enough money. To call it a day. That's who that they're the ones who are gonna have to do it, and they're gonna be look. They signed deals with everybody. They still have deals in the NFL, and people look, people are still drinking Bud Light, like it or not. But it ain't where it once was. And it if it if it ever gets there again, it'll be a fucking it'll be an act of God. I'll tell you that right now. Watching UFC last week, and I didn't see one ad or anything about Bud Light. Medela was still the sponsor. Okay, it might not kick in until 2024 then. Now, usually I'm not a big fan of Ted Cruz, and it's not his politics. It's he's creepy. Ted Cruz is just a creepy guy. He looks like the southern version of the penguin. That's what he looks like. He, he looks like the penguin had sex with Eddie Munster. And he just creeps me out. But a lot of people like him. He's done a lot of great things. Okay, he's just creepy. Now, he has been the latest senator to call out Eventbrite's extreme left political standings after the company exposed its blatant hypocrisy in prohibiting Riley Gaines from promoting her speaking event about protecting women's sports at Harvard. I did not see him on real time. Um, Eventbrite will sponsor and sell tickets to any other event, including transgender events, gay events, all those kind of events, but not Riley Gaines. Now, is this blatant hypocrisy? Yes. Completely. 
But before you get pissed off, like Ted Cruz is pissed off, and before a lot of people are pissed off, and I would imagine Riley Gaines is pissed off. And Riley Gaines deserves to be pissed off. This is a young woman who is standing up for what she believes in, and that is for women's rights. She doesn't want women to have to compete against what they want to call women, but we know they're men, and we know they're physically superior, mentally way more dominant. I mean, I... I, I, You just, you really can't argue that that men are mentally way more dominant. You're just a woman with a small brain. See? With a brain a third the size of us. It's science. I'm kidding. But physically, physically, men are better athletes. Sorry. And I'm not talking about every single man. I am not a better athlete than Riley Gaines. At one time in my life, I probably was a lot better athlete than Riley Gaines, but that was a long time ago. And she's speaking out because she has the right to do so, and she has a, a group of people, they're called women, that are standing behind her for the most part. I don't understand. When I see, when, when I see her get heckled by women, I just don't understand it. She is there for you. And she's just wanting fairness. That's all. And, she, and, and remember, in, was it at Berkeley? She got pushed into the classroom. People were threatening her. Jesse Jamie says, we raised five boys. I lost all hope of being able to overpower them by the time they turned 13. And she's giving, she's giving a speech at Harvard, and she's selling tickets because, well, she found her niche. Now, this is where, this is, this is the part of the world that I see, and I hate seeing this part because I allow myself to see this part. Many people don't allow themselves to see this part. Eventbrite is a company. Eventbrite can do whatever they want. Eventbrite can sell tickets or not sell tickets to whatever event they want. It just depends on how much shit they want to get for it. All these people that want to take cakes to Walmart and have Adolf Hitler's name put on there and and, and they won't do it. They get all mad. Oh, I have a First Amendment right. I have a First Amendment right. Are you willing? You people that yell for the First Amendment right, are you willing to spend the millions of dollars that it's going to cost you in legal fees to get this all the way to the Supreme Court? All Walmart's doing is saying we don't want to be around a bunch of dicks. We don't. We don't want to be responsible. We don't want to do it. Okay, go to the next place. Go to the next place. Go to the next place. Eventbrite has every right to say we don't want to sell these tickets. Ted Cruz can get mad as shit as he wants. All these people can get mad. That's fine. 
to me, this is the exact same. This is just the the conservative side doing the same thing that the lesbians did to that baker. Those lesbians that wanted a a, Christmas, or a, a, a wedding cake made, and the baker said, sorry, uh, I don't believe in that. My religion doesn't let me believe in that. I ain't going to do it for you. It took him all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said he had every right to do that. And we all sat there and cheered. Well, Eventbrite then has every right to do what they're doing to Riley Gaines. Now, will I buy tickets through Eventbrite? No. I don't like buying tickets to anything now because nobody tells you when shit's on sale and everything's on fucking the, the, the third, second and third market one minute after it's gone on sale. I might camp out at Ranger Stadium for opening day tickets just to make sure I don't get fucking hosed. It's the only game I want to go to next year. I want to see the pennant. I have to see it. He said he didn't have to participate in their beliefs, but he sure would sell the goods in general. And that's a and and you know that's where you, you go to you go, well. <sighs> Do I want to stand for something or do I want to make money? It's a hard question. And I don't have the answer because it's different from everybody. And here's the big thing. I respect everybody's decision on that because at night you have to look yourself in the mirror. Only thing we at 4T5 will not do is anti-American crap, gay shit, rainbows, Biden shit, no problem. (laughs) No anti-American crap. Gay shit, rainbows, Biden shit, no problem. Okay, he'll do that stuff, but not the... And by the way, as a business owner, he has every right to do that. You don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And, and there are people willing to do that with their business. Uh, all right, last thing here. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going to make me sound like such a dick because I find it so funny. But I think you will, too, if I know my ass family. A Michigan hair salon is facing discrimination charges after after a social media post earlier this year that declared transgender customers were not welcome and instead should seek services at a local pet groomer. (laughs) Get out of here. Why don't you go to PetSmart? (laughs) In the charge filed on Wednesday with the Department of Civil Rights claimed a July Facebook post made by Traverse City of Studio 8 hair lab owner Christine Geiger violated the state civil rights act by unlawfully discriminating against three clients. If a human identifies as anything other than man, woman, seek services at a local pet groomer, you are not welcome at the salon, period. <laughs> Should you request to have a particular pronoun used, please note we, we simply refer to you as, hey, you. I want to grow my hair back just so I can go to this place to get it cut off. Studio, well, hold on a second here. I, I want to look this place up. We need to make a phone call. 
Studio 8. Hair Lab. Hair Lab. Studio, oh, well, there it is. All right. Are they open? Oh. oh, it's in Dallas? This is not in Dallas. No way. A Traverse City. Where's Traverse City? I don't want the one here in Dallas. I want Traverse City. Oh, there we go. There's the phone number. Sweet. Uh, star six seven. Uh, two three one six four five four two four seven. They must be getting a lot of calls. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Two, three, one, six, four, five, four, two, four, seven is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hi, my name is Arnie States, and I'm the host of the Arnie States Show at ArnieRadio.com. And I just want to say God bless you. And I hope that you win your court case. It's good that you stand up for yourself. And, and, and we have all the backing of the ass family behind you to tell those people to go to pet groomers. Bravo. Heads up job. We love you. There you go. There's a little. Hopefully they get that. We'll see. We will see. Get Bambi's mom special kale. Let Bambi grow a little more. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is raring to go. He is next. Well, up and at him. Here we go. I'm off again to the rodeo. Sure got a lot of the little things on my mind. Well, one song I just started writing. The other girl had just finished fighting Said it was me, oh God, I just don't believe her If you want to know where I'm coming from Just sit right there and I'll tell you, son It's like I lead and it's wonderful as hell here I go again, singing in this act Don't start hearing my cereal and it's keeping me alive I gave up on Nashville a long time ago Yeah, here I go Lord, once again I'm just an old hard-headed son of a bitch My eyes still set way back on the glory day Back in the time with the Dukes of Hazard, I was listening to Willie and old Merle Haggard And smiling just the little as I poked along in my truck There's a lot of poor folks in my situation With years of heartache and frustration Kind of watching as the dreams turn into years Never here I go again Singing in this night Won't stop hearing my cereal And it's keeping me alive Again, here I go. Here we go, y'all. 
Let me tell you folks, it don't really matter That beer you're drinking never really made you any better It's all those nights on the couch with a shiner bike beer Left 12 years with the Copenhagen While I finally found out that I was mistaken It's not gonna be something to add to years to my life And that's why I'm still dipping it today And each and every morning I hear mama say That shit's gonna kill you when you don't get it first Yeah, here I go again Singing this night Don't stop hearing my cereal
son is playing eight ball at the joint where Cher works When some drunken out of towner put his hand up Cher's skirt Sonny took his pool cue, laid the drunk out on the floor Stuffed a dollar in her tip jar, walked on out the door She's running right behind him, reaching for his hand The road goes on forever, and the party never ends Pick up Sonny, jammed her down in gear Sonny looked at Sherry, said let's get on out of here The stars were high above them, the moon was in the east The sun was setting on them when they reached Miami Beach They got a motel by the water and a port of Bombay gin The road goes on forever and the party never ends Pistol in his boot. The cards were on the table when the law came busting in. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. The Cubans grabbed the goodies, Sonny grabbed the jack. He broke the bathroom window and climbed on out the back. Sherry drove the pickup through the alley on the side where a law man tackled Sonny and was. With a single shot for ten The road goes on forever And the party never ends They left the lawman lying They made their getaway Got back to the motel Just before the break of day Sonny gave her all the money And he blew a little kiss If they asked Say I forced you into this She watched him as his taillights Disappeared around the bend The road goes on forever And the party never ends It's Main Street after midnight Just like it was before Twenty-one months later At the local grocery store Sherry buys a paper And a cold six-pack of beer The headlines read that Sonny is going to the chair. She pulls back on the main street in her new Mercedes Benz. The road goes on forever and the party never ends.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I got to say, I'm hyped today. I, I am super hyped today. I, I, I'm, I'm all hopped up on RC Cola. God, dog, that stuff's good. Um, but for lunch today, because Brad Kid's stuck at work, so I got to fend for myself. We're going to do pan-seared lemon butter scallops and homemade hush puppies. Bam! That shit's happening today. Watch this TikTok recipe a few weeks ago on hush puppies. And it, it, it I, I followed it to a T. And it came out like dog shit. Literally, it looked like runny dog shit. So then I found a new recipe, and there's the trick that's in there that they didn't mention in the other one. You can't just get cornmeal and flour and then get it wet and then throw it in the fryer. No, you got to ball it up. It's got to be doughy. So I got the recipe all ready to go. I already got uh, I already got cornmeal, flour, spices, and shit in there. I'm ready to go. I just got to boil some water, get the oil frying. Whew. Fingers crossed. I just asked to put a deposit on a corgi. All right. All right. All right. Fantastic. Time to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Man, people sent her money quick, didn't they? Get that damn dog. Hello. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, I presume. This is he. How are you, my friend? I am doing I'm doing great. You, you sound fantastic. I think I'm getting some reverbs in the back. Uh, okay, but, let's see. Hold on a second. Let me turn some of these down. How's that? Is that better? Oh, yeah, you're rocking now. Better? Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. You're rocking harder than max volume on a Tuesday <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, Joe, I, I'm in a mood today because, well, I'm hopped up on RC Cola. I'm drinking the hard stuff today. Whoa! Well, yeah. you went, you went, uh, you went ghetto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, full. Of, like, I, I don't care for Pepsi, and I really don't care for Coke, but RC Cola. Boy, that's some smooth stuff right there. I'm an RC man myself. Oh, it's good. It is good. Since I'll be working 14, 16 hours the next seven days, I'm getting a damn puppy. Okay. Well, well, well. This is sexy Joe Murphy and his trusty ice maker. I'm listening. All right, Joe. First things first. How are you, pal? You know, I'm doing great. You know, that ice maker, it's like the little engine that could. Still. It, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's starting, it's starting to break down on me, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you, I you've got to build it back bigger, stronger, and better. Yeah, it's succumbing to its injuries, but, uh, the cubes are getting smaller and smaller. Oh, man. Man, pretty soon there aren't going to be cubes left. Shrivel up like my balls. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Um, all right. First things first. It was announced this morning. I didn't have time to send this to you. Um, at the Major League Baseball owners meetings that are happening in Arlington right now, um, Las Vegas has been approved. The relocation of the Oakland A's is officially going to happen. Yeah, I just, uh, that was on our morning news in the, up here in Reno, too. Uh, officially, the A's are, uh, Coming to town, and usually, you know, usually when you get two big giant things from Oakland coming to town, you're not that happy about it. <laughs> and we got the Raiders and the A's. We're going with it, baby. You got the two best parts of Oakland. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. From is called Coakland, but that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, 
Uh, well, let's see. When did, did have they said when they're going to move or anything like that? You know, like I said, I believe they're supposed to start playing next year. And like I said, they're going to use. Uh, I don't know if they'll, they'll play some games in Oakland. I've even heard of, uh, stories that they may play some other games up here at uh, in Reno just oh, to wow. kind of you know promote the team up at Aces Stadium. And we know how incredible that will be with the MC. Oh, Jesus. I'll tell you what. But, yeah, so I tell you what, but I think next year they're officially the Las Vegas A's next year. So, I mean, the stadium's not done, but, you know, they I think they broke ground on it, though. Yeah, it's going to be where the Tropicana used to be on a nine-acre parcel. So, I mean, I... This is really sad for the city of Oakland, though, isn't it? I mean, like it's bad enough to roll through that town with nothing there. I mean, they're just they gotta be bummed. And I, you know, I'm kind of bummed for you. I mean, the town is just, you know, they need everything they can get, and man, it's just like they're just, you know, I mean, it's like it's like Hamas, it's like Gaza Strip. There, people are just getting the hell out of there. Yeah, I, I mean. You think about it, the Raiders have, like, as much as I can make fun of the Raiders, they have fucking loyal fans, and the city of Oakland was very loyal to them. The A's, I don't blame the people for not going to that shithole stadium, but they were loyal fans to the A's as a team. Golden State, when they moved, I thought that was really a kick in the nuts to the city of Oakland because nobody ever cared about the Golden State Warriors before. And, and then they moved to San Francisco, and then all hell breaks loose. And now the city of Oakland doesn't have a professional sports team. Yeah, I know. And it's, you know, as bad as it, it is, you know, like a Raider game, I mean, there's a whole different feel when you go to, say, a Nebraska football game than an Oakland Raiders game. I mean, you know, you uh, you have to – you have, well, you, you can carry a concealed weapon. But here, you know, so, but yeah, it's kind of a bummer for him because they're losing out on, on all that. But and there's a story uh, I was reading here about, you know, Vegas reinventing itself as not just the entertainment capital, but now this sports capital, you know, uh, uh, because it's just totally reinvented. You know, Vegas is, that city is like a giant adult Disneyland. It is. It is. Okay, so let me ask you. Um, they've got three of them. They've got the A's. They've got the Raiders. They've got the Knights. Who's going to be the NBA team that goes there? Um, I'm hoping to start a new franchise there. Now, you know, be, who, who's, the, who's the team that, you know, because there's, there's always that city where it's like, hey, we'll move if you don't start showing up, you know. No, uh, so, I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, you know, the NBA – uh, that's a tough call. I mean, it, it, you know, because I don't think are, are they talking any? Have you ever heard of any talk of expansion in the NBA? I haven't, and I, I'm I'm looking through the list right now of teams that. Oh, oh, I see a team. I see a team that could move there. I see two teams. I see three teams now. You ready? The Reno Bighorns. No, no. that's not it. Okay. Um. They're, and and they're in the northwest, the Pacific, and the Southwest. The Northwest, so um, probably the Blazers. No. Oh, no. really? The Kraken? No, I no. The Kraken's a hockey team. Um, I didn't know. Sorry, the SuperSonics. Excuse me. There uh, is no SuperSonics. There are no SuperSonics. I think Oklahoma City. 
Oklahoma City is a tiny market, and here's Las Vegas calling. Wow, I mean, what an attractive, you know, could you imagine, you know, your Oklahoma, I mean, if you New York City, New York City, and somebody comes marching in to try to, you know, you're, you're pressing with the big boys, Joe. but when Vegas marches into town in Oklahoma City, they're Joe. like, we haven't even found a hotel room we like yet, okay? Hey, hey Joe, so, do, the, do I mean, the New York City thing again, just, but just do it once. Do it, okay, you want me to do it again? Just do, just say it once, though. Oh, okay, Sorry. New York City. New York City. There you go. See, we've already, I've already got that handled for you, Joe. Um, uh, so you got. I, I'm looking at Oklahoma City. I'm looking at the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, but I thought you said the Northwest was one of them that was. No, no. About. I, I, Northwest is Oklahoma City's in the Northwest Division. Oh, I see. What I got you. Got you. All right. Because they were once the Seattle SuperSonics, I believe. Right. Um, right. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. I could see them leaving Memphis. Memphis is a fucking dump. And yeah, I the, was walking in Memphis once, and uh, and then the other team, I haven't seen hide or heard of them. The the New Orleans Pelicans. They haven't done jack shit. I know. You know what? You would be. I bet you if you asked ten people what the name of the New Orleans NBA team is, eight of them wouldn't know. Oh, I guarantee you. Swoosh says expansion with Seattle and Vegas getting NBA teams. See, I don't think I. I, I think Vegas is one of these smart cities that says no. We don't want an expansion team. We want a, We want a team that's already there because expansion teams they take forever. Yeah, they do, and you know, it, it, you know, it's always it's so funny because I used to always it's hard for me not to think of even the, the the Seattle SuperSonics. I mean, they do have a legacy there because Sean Kemp left about ten or fourteen <laughs> kids there. But but uh, you know, so I don't know, but you know, it's weird seeing them out there because you know they were they were always around. But uh, uh, yes, uh, Seattle. I just will Seattle support an NBA team? I mean, they're just going to get something. They're going to have all the big sports, all four of them, pretty yeah, soon. You know, I'm that. just, I'm just wondering if it's going to be expansion road or if it's going to be this road. I, it, it's interesting, and I, I, you know, you and I didn't talk about doing this, and I'm not, I'm gonna. The next story we didn't talk about doing either, uh, but th- this is why we do the shows because you and I can pivot on a dime, baby. Um, yeah, and let's and let check this out. Like, you know, watch. You know how? I mean, the greatest thing to be is on a college basketball team up this time of year because you you get to go to Maui, the Bahamas. Right. You know, you get to go on you know vacation, maybe all these big tournaments they have. And then you watch at the end of the year, the, there's like four conference tournaments in Vegas. Yeah. Like oh the, yeah. The Pac-12, the bit, the Mountain West. I think the uh, there's like two other conferences. They have like Orleans Arena. They have the Thomas and Mack Center. I mean, you know, there's. I mean, it's at four. Like I couldn't believe that. The four conference tournaments at the end of the year are all in nice. Vegas. Uh, because you know, if you need a hotel room, <laughs> Vegas is. You know, we lost that. The biggest convention ever here was uh, you know that uh, the Safari Club. Yeah. And we lose out to Vegas because we just can't, we just don't have the rooms and mm-hmm. stuff like that that they have down there. They're just, I mean, it is the entertainment capital. Uh, but uh, but Vegas is going to get a team. We know that. Yeah. Uh, Panda sets me straight. The Knights were an expansion team and won the cup in six years. So maybe, you know, maybe it lightning strikes twice in Las Vegas. We'll now, correct me if I'm wrong. 
Didn't the Knights the first year go yeah. to the finals? Or yeah, they, they 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 lost. They beat the Stars to go to the finals, and then lost in the finals. Right, right. Yeah, because I remember that. Wow, a first year team. Uh, you know, I, mean, I still remember that. But, yeah. And the Golden Knights have a huge following. I have some friends that did live down in Vegas, and you know, they 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 love the Knights down there. Oh God, yeah. So. All right, so we covered Las Vegas. Uh, I just want to go over this real quick to see get your opinion on this. Um, how is it that Baltimore Orioles' Brandon Hyde was named the American League Manager of the Year? How is how is that how is that how does that happen? Well, now you said the Orioles manager, right? Yeah. What, what was their record last year? Um, they had finished fifty-two. Uh, they were the worst team in the majors in twenty twenty-one. They finished fifty-two and one ten. And they won 100 games this year. Uh, no, in 2022, the Orioles went 83 and 79. So oh, they won I 80. See. Okay, uh, the Texas Rangers, uh, the previous years had lost 102 games and then 97 games in back-to-back years. Before we go on and not only win the world of uh, the American League, but we win the World Fucking Series. Yeah, yeah, you guys were on fire. I'm so glad that I missed. Uh, that I was really bummed out about uh, George W.'s first pitch. Oh yeah, I mean he he th- he he hummed he hummed enough. It wasn't as good as the original. Nothing yeah, will ever be I mean, he, he hung a zinger in there, and then this one's not bad. But uh, you know when I mean he, he did better than thirty cents. Let me tell you that. Well, yeah, I uh, mean that, that that's not holding the bar very high, Joe. I know he's he's a, <laughs> I love how some of these guys. You know, just because they look like an athlete doesn't mean they are, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, they go out and throw that first pitch. I can tell, you throw, I can watch a guy throw baseball one time, and I can tell if he's played baseball or not. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Magus says, Arnie, Tennessee Titans, three years and went to the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, correct Amundo, my friend. They were the Houston Oilers before they were the Tennessee Titans. So, you might want to amend that statement. Bam! And they actually wore their Houston Oilers uniforms last week, didn't they? Yeah, or two weeks ago, and yeah, that was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the manager. Uh, you know, you guys, you, you guys were phenomenal. Um, you, you, you almost became. You won. You won your division, right? No, you, you were almost a wild card. No, we were a wild card. Well, you were a wild card, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's a, there's another notch in the bedpost for you guys getting a nod for manager of the year. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Bochy was manager of the year. He took the Rangers. He won the fucking World Series. I'm looking at the front page that I have on my fucking wall now. It says world history. After 52 years in Texas, 63 years as a franchise, they win. And Bruce Bochy's not manager of the year? Yeah, I mean, Fuck I, that. I, yeah, no, you take a team like that, it's your first World Series win ever. I saw some uh, Instagrams and stuff where guys were like, <laughs> I'm sure you were one of them, but crying. The oh, guys I, were crying because this oh, I, won. I can't watch it. I can't watch the highlights. Like finally got there. I can't watch the highlights. I break down like a fucking baby. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to opening day next year, and I will tell you this right now, I will cry in public when they show that pennant. It's the happiest moment of my sports life. Nothing can top this moment in sports. This is it. This is the pennant. I did that when I went to when we won when Tom Osborne won his first the next year. 
I went to the Notre Dame-Nebraska game, and as I came through the tunnel to the Sea of Red, I'm not kidding. I may have had a little marijuana in my system. This is 95. <laughs> Relax, everybody. Okay? But I actually broke down a little tears. My eyes got a little little misty myself when I went, came through and saw the Sea of Red. And, and the night before, they had a rally with like 50,000 people playing Tina Turner's Simply the Best. And stuff. It, it was, I mean, like I say, it's, a, it's awesome. If you're a sports fan like we are, it's mm. awesome. Oh, I mean, when I when I was at I went to the the Rose Bowl the year Texas beat USC and won the national title. I was at that game, and that was that was so amazing. I never thought it would top that. And then when I got to take my dad to the World Series and see his Cardinals play my Rangers, and Albert Pujols hit three home runs, we lost the game. But it was the it was the greatest at at sports moment I was ever at. And then the Rangers winning this year, that's just the greatest moment ever in sports for me. So, and, and I mean, I've had Cowboy Super Bowls and the Stars have won the Stanley Cup and all that kind of stuff, but the Rangers winning it, that was the, that was the PA de resistance. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, uh, yeah, I, you know, I always give you crap about, you know, Garland, Texas, and mm-hmm. Arlen. Texas, right? And yes. I, I happened to catch uh, on Hulu, and uh, Hank Hill told Bobby, he said, Bobby, I'm going to tell you two things I hope I never have to say again. I need you to take the Cowboys game and give me an apron. (laughs) 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 Oh, Um, Have you seen the story that a man has been arrested uh, on suspicion of manslaughter in the death of hockey player Adam Johnson? You know, I watched some of that. Now, this is a hockey. Now, this is a sport where you are sliding around. I, these guys can move backwards on skates better than I can walk, right. you know, on dry land. And that's the thing. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about this incident happened because there's a lot of stuff that's come out. Um, they won't release the, the person's name that was arrested, but it, we obviously it was the guy whose skate went into the dude's neck. I mean, we're not stupid, right? I mean, yeah, with, I mean, that's what you're sliding around with a blade on it. Yeah, I think when they took his helmet off, it was Tanya Hardy, actually. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, I, you know, I've watched that, and it's just weird. I mean, it's a sporting event, but, but, I mean, you know, and it is a it is a, a violent sport enough to have a pair of uh, razor blades on your feet, you know. Um, mm. So, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I mean, is it, is it, is it, is it been, has someone been charged, you said? Yeah, they've been. They, they were they were arrested on suspicion of manslaughter. I don't know if they've been charged. It was in the United Kingdom. Um, from what I understand, the guy who who kicks around his skate is notorious for being a dirty player in the league. They know him as a dirty player. Okay, and I've seen a bunch of hockey people talking in videos about this. How this is a move that they've never seen before. That this this pretty much roundhouse kick to the throat happens. Yeah, Bruce Lee did like to the neck. And they've never seen it. They they, but but, <sighs> is this just an act of God? Is this just an accident? I I don't, I don't know what to think about it, Joe. It is. It, I, I was, you know, when, when you, 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 after you kind of gave me a little bullet list you usually do, and then you came back and went with that, and I was thinking, I, I thought for a while before I looked, that I didn't have to look it up, and finally hit me, oh yeah, it's that hockey where the guy got, uh, uh, where the guy got his throat sliced uh, on the, 
Uh, and you know how the UK is famous for their hockey. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's just, I mean, just, you know, all this sports is being drugged into courts of law now, you know. And But when a guy gets killed, I mean, you got to look into it. But, I mean, I, I guess it's going to be off the footage. I mean, you know, they, if, if you could prove that they, you could pull up uh, other uh, games in hockey where, uh, where you see other people uh, doing this, it will, it will help the defense, I guess. Well, it's only uh, happened you know, two other times. Huh? It's only happened two other times. It happened to a guy, I believe, in Buffalo, and uh, he was a goalie. It cut his throat. They took him to the hospital immediately. He was saved, and he was back on the ice like eight days later. You know, you're lucky he wasn't Colombian. You would have got a Colombian necktie after that. <laughs> but, uh, and by, I, I said, that's a tough, it's a tough thing because I mean, it's, sports can get rough. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, you know, and so, but it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to watch. I'll tell you that because did this guy intentionally, because we know that, you know, capital murder is when you get up in the morning and you say, I'm going to go kill this person. And you right. go out and you, out, you kill. Your manslaughter is, uh, or second degree is heat of the moment. You know, your mama and you smack the guy and you kill him. And then, of course, there's manslaughter, which is, which is, uh, you uh, accidentally like kill somebody. Driver. You didn't intend to kill anybody, but right. you did. So I, I, it's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting to watch because to prove, I don't think it's going to be possible to prove this guy. You know, he definitely maybe didn't get up in the morning and think I'm going to go kill this dude. Um, but uh, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's it's a and hockey's a you know remember the old saying I went to a fight and the hockey green broke oh, out. Oh yeah. Oh hey, I I get it. I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, Kale says I heard about him being dirty too. Everyone who watches says it was definitely deliberate. Uh, Panda says it doesn't look normal. It's weird to see his leg swing around like that from a hit. I met Clint Malarchuk. Um, is that the guy who did it? Uh, like I, it's just it's a fascinating story, and I remember the first time when Marty McSorley hit the black guy in the back of the head, and he was arrested for it. I remember, uh, like I, I was freaking out because an athlete got arrested doing an athletic event. Yeah, exactly, and you know, and, and, and along the same lines. But stick with this, you know. Uh, but, but there's so many things. There's two other incidents in sports now where they're being drugged into courts of law, not just handled by their own, you know, governing bodies. You mm-hmm. know, like this Harbaugh thing, and then some other stuff. That they're actually going to court. It's like you can't you just rule yourself. But when somebody gets killed, I guess you gotta, you know, you may have to look in. I'm sure the family of that guy wants to definitely something looked into. You know. And, and and be charged with the stuff. So it'll be interesting to see that. You know, that oh, it, it will. Don't get, we're already light enough. Don't get too rough out on the court or the field or the ice because you, you may go to prison. Well, you brought up Jim Harbaugh. Let's go to the Jim Harbaugh thing real quick. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, who's been suspended from the sidelines for all the rest of Michigan's games this year, um, last week was supposed to have uh, a, a, a a temporary injunction put on that to where he could coach, and then they're going to rule on it this week if he can coach. Um, Joe, where do you stand on that? I mean, is Jim Harbaugh going to be at Michigan next year? Where Jim Har- Where's Jim Harbaugh going to be next year? I, I've heard rumors of, of, of the Raiders. Um, 
you know, stuff like this, there's guys will walk away, you know, they'll meet with the chancellor, and it's like, look, it's best you just go away. Because, you know, you miss the first three games of the year. Now you're missing the last four. And there's the people on one side, ah, it's bullshit, too, too severe, Don't you're going to miss his 1,000th win. And, mm-hmm. and, and the others are saying no bullshit because, you know, like I was like, you know, stealing baseball signs and the guy and leading off at second, stealing the catcher sign. That's one thing. But like you said, you know how they, the guys stand on the uh, the sideline with the with the big sign with like four mm-hmm. pictures on it. Yeah. And if you literally had a guy go in there and read the back of the cards or whatever, you'll find out when they snuck in. It's one thing to steal signs or find out something on the field. You know, I, I I told someone the other day. You know, why why do you think the the, the coaches on the sidelines in football hold the, the their play thing over their mouth so they can't read their lips? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like it, when a when a pitcher is tipping his pitches, you're gonna tell your teammates that's not cheating. That's the guy doing something, and you know that when he moves his glove forward, he's throwing the fastball. Well, you're gonna sit on the fastball every time he does that. So that's not cheating. That's just paying attention. But what this yeah, guy at Michigan I, I mean, did I was, was doing, I was doing Raleigh fingers fingernails before yeah. that Henry board flew out. You know? but, but what um, Michigan was allegedly doing was taking pictures and then figuring out what all those pictures meant in their play calling. And they deciphered it down he, that he, way. He, 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 besides being at a practice, did he get down? Did he be like, uh, oh, I, I'm a trainer, and I met with the other trainer to say hi or something? Or did he actually enter the complex or thing and, and steal something? Or did he just, was he sitting at a closed practice? No, he went out and... He would go to games, which is against the rules in the NCAA, to scout another team. And what he would do was take photographs of their signs. And then they would map out every play because you know how you can go on ESPN and go play by play. You see every play and you go, okay, this run to the right here. Um, okay, I see that that uh, a picture of Downey softing, you know, so, uh, fabric softener, and then there's a picture of a wrestler, and then four, and then the color yellow. Every time that comes up, he runs to the right. Right. So, That's okay. Cheating. So I was unaware of this, but, but if you are affiliated, you are employed by uh, uh, another school, you cannot go scout even at a game. Yeah, even at a game. It's it, it, there's it, 150 cameras at that game that you know picking and, up stuff. And, and here's the I thing: mean, you can't pre-scout. That's what they're calling that pre-scout because those teams then have to send those those videos from that game to the team they're playing. They have to send them why? those. And, and they get to see that video. We, you get to see it. There's a whole process of this. And it's not a horrific rule he broke, but it's a big enough rule to where they're cheating. Yeah. Allegedly. I, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, the game, during a game, have at it. But before, when you're and when you're actively scouting out and trying to figure out their signs, like you said, it's, it, nobody got killed. That's number one, okay? It's not that bad of a crime. But, uh, but, uh, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, it, it's kind of there's a gray area, but I mean, if you I, there's got to be something done if you if, if if you you know actively knew there was guys that were breaking the rules to get the signs. Something needs to be done. I don't think you know you need to go to jail or anything. No, but of course not. Sanctions handed down. No. It's not gonna be the death penalty either. You know, I'm no. talking about the athletic death penalty. No, I, I don't want any. I don't want the the courts of law. The, the the court of law is only coming in place to see if he can coach on the sideline, or if if they can put this in. So the, the, he's not going to jail. He's not doing anything like this. But I don't think he's at Michigan next year. I heard an interesting story. Uh, 
What do you think about Jim Harbaugh at Texas A&M? Yeah, my, my, good Jimbo's out, correct? Oh, yeah, they, they paid him his $76 million bailout. Only in the South do they add a B.O. to Jim, you know. Yeah, I think Harbaugh's more suited. He's not one of my favorite people, I'll tell you that right now. Um, but uh, he's uh, more suited for college than the pros. Um, oh, no, you can't say that. Back. Hey, 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 he took a team to the Super Bowl. Jim Harbaugh did a good job in the NFL. He was just given bad fucking players like Colin Kaepernick. I know he he did. No, he did. I just think he. I think what I guess what I meant to say is he. I think he enjoys the college coaching more. To me, I think. Agreed. You know. Agreed. But, I mean, yeah, and he's at his yeah, alma mater. I, I mean, see, this is this is why I think he goes NFL. I think he goes NFL because he got his job in college. He got the job he wanted. He played at Michigan. He's a Michigan guy through and through. I mean, he's never going to coach at Ohio State. No. I mean, and him going to A&M, uh, I could see it maybe. Ha- I don't think A&M is going to sign some kind of big-name guy. I think it's going to be one of these guys like from Kentucky or or, or one of these smaller schools that, that competes every year, but he's going to build there because now he's got uh, boosters and alumni that can fucking pay for the world for him. I, I and just, if he goes to Vegas, say he went to the Raiders, can you you know can you imagine the facial expression on Jim Harbaugh when the dealer gets a six card twenty one to beat him? <laughs> <laughs> Warburg says Harbaugh will leave Michigan, go to the NFL. He wants to win a Super Bowl. His brother has one. He wants one. Um, how about to the Bears? He played for the Bears. Harbaugh played for the Bears, right? I believe he did. Yeah. I think he'd be a good fit in Chicago. Yeah, he would be. I mean, you know, I mean, their offensive scheme, three yards and a pile of dust, um, <laughs> it's a great offense. Uh, but, uh, you know, he could probably do a little, he could probably, you know, turn around. You know, they're one of those teams that you just never uh, associate with, like, exciting plays. No. Like, I mean, no. you go back to, like, Walter Payton and stuff like that. But, yeah, you have to go know. back to the 80s for them to be exciting. I mean, I, I thought, I, I saw a story about the Bears yesterday. And uh, I didn't share this with Maga Rhino because he's a huge Bears fan. Um, they're talking about the Bears are going to have the first pick in the draft, most likely. And they're going to take the quarterback from North Carolina. Didn't you learn the last time you took a quarterback from North Carolina in Mitch Trubinsky? Didn't you learn that that's not a quarterback school? I know. And now, is, is the draft still in New York or is it in Vegas now? Uh, I'm not sure where it's going to be this season. I, I think they move it because around every the season. Jets, the Jets and Giants fans are always the ones there. And yeah, Mitch Trubisky, thank, and thanks for giving to the Steelers. Yeah. We appreciate that. <laughs> um, all right, one more thing here. Uh, we're going to skip that that food thing that, that we had. We're going to talk about Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy has resigned from the PGA Tour Policy Board. Um. Does that mean that he's given in to the the live golf? They, you know, I feel like I, I, here's what's going to happen. I mean, they, I, when the PGA season starts off, you know how they start off in Hawaii and they're not really like real tournaments, but they are. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to see 
if he plays, because the Rams is going and PJ have joined forces, and uh, he's uh, he's one of the biggest, and you know, uh, he, he's one of the biggest guys. You know, uh, you told us we were going to stand alone, but no, we're now we're joining, and uh, he's he's really mad about that. So I think he just wants to be like, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, I don't want to be out at the water cooler with Sheikh Abdul Muhammad, you know, I'm talking about the, you know, uh, well, we're going to kill this guy first. Then uh, I think we're going to have a four six thing also. But, uh, so yeah, I think he's just, I think he, you know, he's, I, I like Roy because of that. He's a PGA guy through and through. And, um, so I think he's just stepping away and be like, I don't want to be part of the policy. Once we're, now we're live golf. We're not PGA. We're, we're both, but yet it's going to be interesting to see how they play out this year because they joint forces. Obviously, they're still going to be the PGA events. They're scheduled way in advance. There's going to be the live uh, events where it's okay to wear a speedo on 16. Pretty much. Um, but then, so I, I just think he's like, yeah, you know what? I I don't want to be a part of uh, the of the policy uh, makers of this new this new conglomerate. Well, I think the biggest power player in this whole thing hasn't even graduated from high school yet. Um, oh. There's been coverage of this young man, um, and yesterday he gave one of his very very hit one of his father's very 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 famous fist pumps. And I'm talking about Charlie Woods, who's competing for the state championship of Florida right now. They won the 1A. They won it. They won it. Now, yeah, I saw it yesterday. Now, that says something. That says something that this young man is winning state championships already. And I am betting that Daddy is going to have a whole lot to say about who and where Charlie plays. Tiger, Tiger is to golf what the USA was to World War II. Okay, they, yeah. I mean, it's that's it. I mean, Tiger's the man when it comes to, uh, you know, he's the big player. And whether whether he's ranked six hundred in the world or not, Tiger Woods is synonymous with. And they you know, they couldn't get him with nine hundred million or whatever. And it's interesting, you know, it's all going to play out when they start playing. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch uh, how this how these two come together. You know, we have no idea how, how it's going to play out with the PGA and the, you know, I, I'm sorry, Dustin Johnson, but guess what? You, you, you can, you, I mean, you might be a bazillionaire, but you're never going to have a mask. You're never going to have the green jacket, I don't think. Well, he has a green jacket. Oh, he has one. Damn it. I hate yeah, that he, kid. He, I, I think he's missing uh, a U.S. Open. Um, he, here's, here's where I, I think it, it all ends up, is that Tiger's going to figure out what he wants and Charlie, who's I've always said that it, I, I I play I used to play a lot of golf, and my player B that means that when I when I would hit a terrible shot and then I throw a shot down and hit a hit another one, that player B was so good, that player B was an, uh, amazing. And I just thought about how good is Tiger's player B. Well, Tiger is now raising his player B. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know that's the thing. Like I said, you know, he's on the bag. You know, I, I guarantee he's because he's a dad. You know, he's a dad, and he loves, uh, he loves that kid. I mean, he wants him to be the greatest golfer, and he, you know, he's gonna be. You know, he's you know, look out, a pro golf, whether it be live, PJ, whatever. Uh, 
uh, he's uh, he, he's gonna dominate. You know that he's like he's like fifteen now. They show the the the, the team from Florida, like uh, I forget the name of the high school. They wanted he and he's like two feet shorter than every other guy on the team. You know, and he probably outdrives them by a hundred yards. Oh yeah. And, and and so and you know and so Tiger's on the bag for all this stuff and. Uh, uh, I mean, that's going to be so interesting to watch. But well, like I said, when this thing gets going, well, I think there's a, I think there's a lot to be uh, that's not written yet. And we're going to see. We're going to yeah. see how this whole thing unfolds. But uh, yeah, you're going to see Charlie. Oh my God! And, and Daly's kid will be there too. I agree. Oh yeah, John Daly's kid. Let's hope he doesn't have the same demons that John Daly, you and I have, and he can make something out of his career more than just kind of a punchline. Yeah, because um, if John Daly comes on and says, look, he's only smoking Marlboro Light. Okay, lay off. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into some college football this weekend, Joe, shall we? Um, the end of the season's coming up. Uh, this weekend is kind of a cupcake week before rivalry week next week. Uh, we do have some decent games, though. Uh, the first game that we'll talk about, that we always talk about each and every week, come on now. Joe, 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 it's been two weeks. You could, you've been able to, all you had to do is win one game in the last two weeks and you'd be bowl eligible. We're running out of time, Joe. I know. You know what I said just yesterday? I told someone, I said, Nebraska, you know, these were clicking. I mean, five turnovers. Our, our starting quarterback fumbled twice and threw a pick. Then you bring in your boy, Jeff Sims. As usual, he said, yeah, well, he's got to get at least one interception for sure per quarter. So he tells a pick. Then they brought in old Chubba Purdy, Brock's little brother. He he drove all the way down the field, threw a pick at the one-yard line. And uh, I just about had a heart attack. And I'm like, yeah, I was telling somebody, if they would have won that sixth game, I don't care if they lost the next two, 62 to nothing. We haven't been to a bowl game since 2016. We used to hold the record for the most consecutive bowl games. Give me that sixth win. It's got to happen. All right. Well, we were home last week. Nebraska is 5-5 five and five on the road. This game is on NBC Saturday night for you, Joe. Against the five and five Wisconsin Badgers, the Badgers are a four and a half point favorite. Don't you know? Well, that, that's in Minnesota, Minnehaha. Um, so, and yeah, I know the Badgers are favorite. Well, of course, like you said, you know, I've always told you, you know, I I will never bet against Nebraska. Of course, that's the only one you say you bet with your head, not your heart. And and I bet with my heart every time with Nebraska. I, I I've got to have that sixth win. I mean, we I'm so upset, and we still we had five turnovers and lost by three. So I <laughs> mean, that's gotta it. kill you. You know, you talk. I sure have picked the bad week to stop sniffing glue. Oh man! So you, I, I'll take Nebraska this week. Nebraska's got to get. I mean, come on! It's Nebraska. You got to get back to the bowl games. And it's not a run game, Wisconsin either. No, no, no. I mean, they still do the jump around, but come on! You, you got to beat them. Um, next game in Iowa, and I'm not sure. I think Iowa's a male, but yes, like I said, if we would have got that stick and beat Maryland. Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't even care. I know we're going to a bowl game. You yeah. Know, and the oh, basketball yeah. kind of held the record 
That's why they fired Frank Solich. He held the record for most consecutive bowl games. And Solich, one year, didn't go to a bowl game, and it was off with his head, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I just want that sixth win. It's so sad that Nebraska is just begging for a sixth win. But, uh, yeah, just give me the sixth win. Get us into a bowl because Nebraska fans travel well. Any bowl game, they're going to love to have them. Uh, all right, next game up is going to be on ABC, 6.30 Saturday night, my time, 4.30 your time. The 10-0 Washington Huskies, ranked fifth in the nation, are on the road going down to Corvallis, Oregon, to take on the 8-2 11th-ranked Oregon State Beavers. Oregon State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, let me see if I can pull that one up. Let's, so, Washington, Washington's for real. Are they, or are they just a Pac-12 team? I mean, team? they beat. I mean, you know, USC's lost a little credibility. You know, they they beat them, I believe, and so and and so they're, uh, you know, but they're undefeated. There's four. I have an interesting story about this too. There's what, what the four undefeated teams, mm-hmm. like Washington. I think Washington are they undefeated? I believe yes. they are. Yes, they are undefeated. Yeah. So, but Oregon State. I mean, like I say, the the biggest home field advantage. In sports, it's college basketball home court. Then after that, I'm college football home field. So that home field is a huge advantage uh, for Oregon State. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Oregon State. Washington gets the first loss. The okay. First loss. All right. I did. Look, I just don't believe in the Pac-12. They always threaten. They always, you know, they're always rumbling. There's the or. I look at the Pac-12 as a a much lesser version than the SEC. The SEC usually has two power schools every year: Alabama and then somebody else. And now it's Georgia and somebody else, and that somebody else is going to turn into Alabama, of course. But that's it. They only have two teams every season. And then the rest of the league is kind of uh. And the Pac-12 is the same way, but they only have one team. And it seems to always be Oregon, which I know Washington beat this year. I just don't buy Washington. I just don't. I don't. And yeah. I'm going to take Oregon State. I, I'm going to take them too. And there's another thing a judge is granted because when it's over this year, as soon as the season ends, not not the bowl season, but the uh, Oregon. You know, you know how if if you know Texas and uh, Texas plays. Uh, uh, you know, you uh, Texas plays uh, that what's another big uh, uh, big 12 team, say like Oklahoma, Oklahoma. yeah, uh, where they move. You know, every school gets a chunk of that TV money, right? Right, and and, and uh, the two schools that play get the most, but then uh, a judge has granted Washington State and Oregon State full control over Pac 12 money and stuff uh, because they're going to be in a pack too. And they, 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 all these other schools say, wait a minute, wait a minute, we still we still got some interest. Nope. The best rules in Washington State, Oregon State, that's your league, baby. Do what you want. And uh, so uh, uh, it's, 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 yeah, that's another, like, another, judge, another judge ruling. Nothing They can't yeah. govern themselves. But I like Oregon State like you. It's interesting to see what's going to happen in the Pac-12 yeah, next year, too. It is. Uh, Mage says me and Delta are going to be at the Notre Dame versus Wake Forest game. Very nice. You'll see a Notre Dame victory in that game. Um, Pro-Palestine protesters have shut down the Bay Bridge in San Francisco. I would say floor it. 
If you're on the Bay Bridge right now and there are protesters in front of you, go ahead and hit the gas. I shouldn't say yeah, that. I know. You know what? What's going on in this world today? I haven't seen this kind of violence since Rob Williams' honeymoon. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> Oh, I'll look into this story about the Palestinian shit. That was great, Joe. Um, next week is Thanksgiving, but do be advised that today, uh, during the holiday, all Hamas offices are closed. Okay, okay. So that, because they don't exist anymore. That's you know, it, it's good that that old, old Scabby, that's the person you, you referred to. We call him Scab on the show. Man, if he would have married a Canadian gal, he'd be dreading Boxing Day. We're going to stay in the Pac-12 because this is a rivalry that I believe is dead. This, this, this is a dead rivalry here. UCLA versus USC. Six and four UCLA is on the road taking on the Trojans. The Trojans are a six-point favorite. I mean... Does you anybody give a fuck? Coliseum, so they got to take a cab across town. Right. Um, take about yeah, three and a half I, hours. Of all the rivalries, it, wasn't it, was it, do you remember when there was just the one weekend when it was rivalry weekend? Yeah. They all were done that weekend? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, of all the rivalry, you know, you got Stanford, Cal's the game. You got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam. You got, uh, you know, this is like the weakest one. You guys really, you're, you know, nobody cares about your law, your rivalry. No, fuck I mean, the Egg Bowl is better. Ole Miss and Mississippi State is a better rivalry than this. I mean, we steal mascots. You guys have sushi at the game. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. So, uh, but, and now this game is... Where's that game? You said, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's at USC? Yes. USC beats them. Yeah, I, I I only put it on there just so we could just disintegrate that fucking quote-unquote rivalry. Next college game we got, we got only got three more, to, um, and then we'll get to the NFL. Uh, I keep asking this question. Is this the week that Georgia loses? Georgia's on the road. They're playing Rocky Top. They're going to Neyland Stadium in Tennessee to take on the 7-3 and three Volunteers. Georgia's a 10-point favorite on the road. Okay, real quick, since we're talking about Tennessee, are the rumors of, of Arch leaving Texas uh, happening? Um, I, I've heard I've heard differing stories that since Quinn Ewers got hurt, his NFL stock dropped, so he's going to come back next year, which I'm okay with to have a, a, a seasoned quarterback in our first year in the SEC. I'm fine with that. Um and Arch Manning says if he doesn't start next year, he's leaving. I haven't heard if that is true or not, and I've heard people say that no, he's going to stay. So it's yeah. I, I look if he go, where's he going to? He's going to go to a, a, an SEC school. Uh, anybody will take him. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. And, and in this game, you know, if if Archie Eli, well, no, Eli's going to be at the old Miss game. If Archie and, and Peyton show up, and if Peyton leads the student section in a Rocky Top, Tennessee wins that game. I know you're going to go. You, I want to see if it's not Mikey, if it's not the Huskers. I want to throw. I want to mix things up. So I want a loss on Georgia. I, I need that loss on Georgia. I want Tennessee to win this thing. You know what? Uh, uh... Man, I, I want to pick Tennessee to win it, but but contractually, I can't. If I didn't have a contract in place, I would take Tennessee in the upset because I think Georgia needs to lose. Uh, 
And and I think they need to lose just to throw the playoff fucking thing off a loop. I mean, because it's going to go crazy. If Georgia loses and then goes to the SEC championship game and loses there to Alabama, which I think it could be possible, and Alabama goes to the playoff and Georgia doesn't, that'll be one of the most hysterical things I see ever happening. And the Vols have to be the team to do that. But contractually, I can't pick them, so go dogs. You know, like in the NFL, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's only one time as a team got a goose egg for their losses, you know, the 72 Dolphins, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, in college, nothing. I would love it if the playoffs, the four teams in the playoffs, which they're thinking about expanding again, um, uh, had one loss. That'd be great, you know, yeah. instead of just, just, just to be, to start even things out a little bit. It's always, they're always undefeated, Uh um, so I would love, I would love all four teams to have a loss when they get it. It's just got to make it interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, uh, one thing really, uh, funny, I want to mention real quick. Do you remember it started out as Michael Strahan, Michael and Kiki, and then it went to the pandemic hit and it went to what you need to know. Do you get that program on ABC? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm it's not a syndicated show. It's an ABC News. It's ABC News. It's called What You Need to Know. I'm sure it's on your ABC affiliate because it's an ABC show. Okay. And it started out as like a nightline did with the hostages, and it kept going. It started out as because of the pandemic, what you need to know. But now it's a, a light, fluffy talk show, and they you know they do news and stuff. I mean, okay, Disney owns ABC and ESPN, correct? I think yeah. they just sold ESPN. I, I think they got rid of ESPN. I think I, I, but I'm not sure. But go ahead with where, wherever you're going, Joe. So, so uh, real quick. So they have this. What you need to know. So the other day they said uh, we have a we're adding a new segment to the show. Or we have a sports segment. It's, it comes on. I think at noon to one or one to two here, and uh, it's even taped away. I'm sure. But we're adding a new segment sports. So um, the guy that comes on to do the show to do the sports segment. I believe he played tennis. I'm not sure. He's so um, he comes on, and even the graphic showed Georgia, Ohio State. Well, then it was Ohio State, Georgia. Now it's Georgia, Ohio State, Georgia, um, Florida State. No, no, Ohio State, Georgia, Ohio State, Georgia, Louisiana, Michigan, and Florida. Top four. And he said Florida 17 times, show the graphic, Florida. Didn't call him Florida State. No, he didn't have the ST at the end of the day. <laughs> this is ABC, who has access to 100 people over ESPN. And this guy, I thought well, he was going to catch himself. Nope, Florida, Florida, Florida. Oh, that's <laughs> the best. And he showed a graphic, and it was still Florida. And I go, how embarrassing. And this is a tape delay you know, in the West. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing. I believe Florida's like three and seven. I'm pretty sure they're not yeah. number four in the country. <laughs> and, but, I mean, it's, you know, it's okay for your sister <laughs> to get it wrong, but not. ABC News, and no. it was just unbelievable. I could not believe that they, and it's a tape delayed. Even they did, nobody fixed it. Nobody better. You guys couldn't find a sports guy that doesn't know the difference between Florida and Florida State. Oh, see, I live for that. I live for when when news people fuck up. That that's okay. that to me is the best. That is absolute gold. Now, um, uh, we both picked this game. We've got two more two more games. The ones in your backyard, Joe. 
Or no, it's not in your backyard. Actually, it's in Fort Collins, Colorado. It's the Nevada Wolfpack, the 2-8 and eight Nevada Wolfpack, taking on their former coach, Jay Norville, and the Colorado State Rams, who are 4-6. and six. Colorado State's a 12-point favorite. Yeah, they, I think I'm sorry, Mr. King Wilson. I, I have a friend that's uh, played at UNR back uh, when they were, you know, uh, where they played the the uh, Montana States and stuff like that. They were what's now an FCS uh, league. Uh, and uh, I, I had to reach out to him, and he's just so happy that Ken Wilson, you know, because, oh, my gosh, you know, you know, if you work in Walmart and you call in sick a couple of days, you kind of tiptoe past the manager's office. You feel really bad. Imagine walking around in a Division One program. You piece of shit. Mm. Get a win. You know, the guy couldn't win. So I was really super happy he got a win, and then he got two in a row. Uh, so and I'm kind of pulling for the guy, and I don't like Norvell. Norvell took he took the best players with him when he left. He took mm-hmm. like a quarterback and some other guys. Uh, I'm not a big Jay Norvell fan at all, but I just this is one of those bad with your head. I mean, I don't see Nevada win in this game. I'd like to see him win it, uh, just stick it up Norvell's ass. But yeah, it's Nevada, and they probably won't. All right, last game, and then we'll get to the NFL. Um, last game. Kind of a, a trap game, possibly, for the 9-1, seventh-ranked Texas Longhorns on the road against the 6-4 and four Iowa State Cyclones senior night in Ames, Iowa. Texas is a 7.5-point favorite. What do you think, Joe? You know, I saw this earlier, and, you know, if you're going to get ahead in this world, you got to take chances. you got to, you got to, you got to make your mark. You know, some of the greats. We're called lunatics. The Teslas, the the uh, the Howard Hughes's, and and you got to take. I I I think I, I'm I, I, if you win, I'll be happy for you. But I think I'm a little scared this week. I really am, Arnie. I, I you're going into Ames. Did you mean tailgate, by the way? Okay. Up in Ames. But well, uh, I, better. I'm going to take. I'm going to go out on a limb. But you know, I love your horn, I horns, but uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State. Uh, hey, look, look, I, I'm scared about this game, and we got Tech on Friday. Um, boy, nine and one. Qu- Quinn Ewers looked good last week. We just stopped playing in the second half. I don't think they stopped playing in Ames, and I'm going to go ahead and pick. <laughs> um, let's see. Just, just real fast. Just a... All right, here we go. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. There you go. I'm taking the horns. Taking the horns in a huge win. Huge, baby. We, we, we know, might put 50. The in Nebraska or the Texas game, people listening are on the edge of their seats who we're going to pick. Oh, Joe, you speak the truth, my friend. It is time. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Oh, you son of a bitch. Joe, last week you went ten and four. Ten. Don't mess with the don't mess with the sheriff. Taking your record to eighty six and sixty four. My record last week was seven and seven. Taking my record to eighty four and sixty six. Joe, you have a two game lead. 
You know, when it's crunch time, when it's conference play, when it's time to show up, fourth quarter, that's when we get down and dirty. That's why we condition all year. We're stronger. We're, we got more depth. Okay? We put in fresh legs. We're faster. And this is why we, this is why when it comes fourth quarter, we're ready to go. Thank God. Luck. It's better to be lucky than good anytime. That's God damn Buffalo Bills. Five fucking interceptions. Five interceptions, Josh Allen. You picked the damn Broncos over the Bills, and I thought you were a jackass for it. God, oh my, I was so mad at that. And then to miss the field goal and have DeMar Hamlin be the extra guy on the field that caused that loss? Come on. Come on. It doesn't yeah. get worse than that. I mean, those two plays that, that, that you know, all the guys on that, on that pass interference guy just look backwards at the ball. And you don't get that pass interference. You can't just, you know, but then, you know, I mean, if, if the other team is faster than us, stronger than us, and we lose, we can deal with that. But 12 men on the field, are you freaking moron? That, that's the kind of stuff coaches will just go ballistic about. I mean, Can dude, you go ballistic you, on DeMar I don't Hamlin? You know this, but only 11 people are allowed to play. Yeah, but you can't yell that at DeMar Hamlin. You might have a heart attack. <laughs> I know they had to call him. They brought him in, gave him a Benadryl and a fucking <laughs> a lollipop. He to call him down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So starting tonight on Prime Network, we have the five and four, somewhat resurging Cincinnati Bengals taking on the seven and three Baltimore Ravens. It's in Baltimore. Baltimore is a three and a half point favorite. I hate the Ravens. I hate them with all my. I, I, I hate their their logo, their name. I've never read an Edgar Allan Poe in my life, so I'm going with the Bengals. You're gonna take the Bengals in that one. Um, man. See, this is it. it it's already starting with us now. Damn it! I, I I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking. Let's go. Let's go, Ravens. Ravens at home. I, t- I I take the. Ra- I don't like the Ravens either. But you know what I like? I like money, and I know that there's two hundred dollars on the line. And you're winning right now. I can't have that, Joe. Um, so I'm taking the Ravens. N- next yeah, game up. You know, and like, I'm not saying this in a boasting way, but like I've always said, it's the NFL, you know. And I mean, so that's why sometimes I just you got. There's going to be at least more upsets. You got to you get lucky if you pick one or two of them because you know it's not like I said, it's not Florida State versus Bethune Cookman. It's the NFL, and you know stuff can happen. Teams teams start meshing, getting better. So there's you know. Uh, you, you got it. You got it, babe. You just if you pick the favorites, you're uh, this this week all the listeners too. Pick pick every favorite. Say pick every favorite. I bet you go seven and seven. Probably somewhere around there. Yeah, I I I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, next game up, Joe. Your beloved six and three Pittsburgh Steelers are on the road against the Cleveland Browns Deshaun Watson out for the year masseuses all over Cleveland are excited um Cleveland is a one point favorite at home yeah well guess what Deshaun no happy ending this week okay buddy Steelers they just keep winning they, when they when they're supposed to win they lose when I think they're losing they win they just take like last week they got it done I'm gonna go with them as Steelers on the run it's not that far from Pittsburgh to Cleveland and uh You'll see a lot of Steeler fans there. Um, of course, I, I like the Steelers. I, we need to keep rolling. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, uh, 
our quarterback only throws for like 400 less yards a game than Roethlisberger did. You know, I love when your quarterback's 13 to 15 for 120 yards, you know, in the NFL. You're like, come on. But we still get it done. Defense wins championships, and we got it done, and well, we're sick with them. Well, well, you just said it right there. Defense wins championships, and the Cleveland Browns have the best defense in the league right now. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns. Bam, that shit just happened. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. we got two games right now. There's a two. There's a two game. Somebody's gonna lose. Somebody's gonna lose two games right off the bat. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for you, buddy. That sucks for you. Um, no, you are, buddy. Uh, how about the three and seven Chicago Bears are on the road against the seven and two Detroit Lions, and it is in Detroit. Detroit is a seven and a half point favorite. Hold on a second. Oh, I just got some mail from Jimmy the Greek and Dave Kenny Covers in Vegas saying, we're not even close to you, Murphy. So go ahead. That's fine. Um, you know, you're one of the best speakers. Jimmy, remember Jimmy the Greek? Oh, God, yeah. Um, Which game are we looking at? We're looking at the Bears versus the Lions. Oh, my gosh. Lions is are it, seven and a half point it, favorite. This game is also featured in Revelations in the Bible. Um, <laughs> Bears versus Lions. I'm taking the Lions. I like the Lions. Um, look, I, I didn't. I didn't take the Bears last week, and and Rhino was mad at me for it, and he was correct because the Bears won last week. Bears ain't winning this week. Uh, uh-uh, you ain't going to Detroit this year and winning. No, sir, Bob. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm also taking the Lions. Oh, in our first kick to the nuts game of the weekend, the four and five. San Diego of Los Angeles in the county of Los Angeles in the state of California Chargers are taking on the 3 and 6 Green Bay Packers. Oh god. Is it? Uh, you know, oh, I'm down Rhino. Last year, I mean, anytime, who would have thought, you know, I'll bet you 100 bucks the Lions are four games better than the Packers. Oh no shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh Boy, oh man! It's, I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's, you know what? I like when I when I take these picks. It's something like the Broncos came in unbelievable, and I got to pick. I always try to pick four upsets or whatever. You know, and the Giants just keep fucking me. And they, but you watch. I'll take the. You know, screw. I'm going to the Giants again. Giants control. Giants aren't playing in this game, Joe. It's the Chargers and Packers. Oh, Chargers Packers. I was looking right below. Jesus Chargers, Christ. Packers, sorry. sorry. Uh, I was in the uh, NFC there. Uh, let's see. The Chargers at the Packers. You know what? I think the Chargers can start to pull things together. I'm not a big Charger fan, especially when they moved to L.A. Uh, my sister lives in San Diego, and she was super bummed when they moved. Um, it. I, I just the love, the love kid wore out his wore out his welcome, and I, is he even playing? I'm not sure, but I'm taking the Chargers. Okay, um, I want to take the Chargers, but I, I think Green Bay wins at home. I'm I'm looking at it right now. They're saying it's going to be 48 and rainy. Um, I look Green Bay. I, I like Green Bay at home, and that. I and I hate. I just absolutely hate Green Bay. Just absolutely can't stand them. Isn't it um, nice to see them suffer? Oh, it is. It, it's glorious. It, it is so fantastic. Oh, the cheese heads are away. Thank God. Um, next game up, we have the 5-5, five and five, the rejuvenated kind of 5-5. Five and five. 
Las Vegas Raiders on the road against the 6-3 and three Dolphins. The Dolphins are a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, that's no respect. Yeah, well, you don't give any respect to the Raiders. They're ridiculously bad every year. The Raiders and the Dolphins. Um, Tua's back. Okay. Haven't you started on my pick? I said about three weeks ago, I said, I'm taking the Dolphins every week. All right, so you're going to stick with the Dolphins there. I'm also picking the Dolphins in that game because I think they're pretty good. I don't think they're championship-worthy, but I think they're a pretty good team. Uh, his, little, his little brother, was BS, he's the quarterback in Maryland, and then Purdy's little brother is our quarterback in Nebraska. And, and uh, his little brother, I guess he, he's the quarterback in uh, Maryland. Sons of bitches. Um, thanks. Now. Uh, yeah, I'm sick of them. Now we will get to the New York football giants, Joe, who are 2-8, and eight, who allowed the Cowboys to put almost a half a hundred on them last week. Um, the 2-8 and eight Giants are on the road against the 4-6 and six Commandos. The Commandos are a 9.5-point favorite. Hey, Dak, why don't you save about 30 points for another game? Oh, I mean, you, know, yeah. you know, I mean, for God's sake, spread it out a little, buddy. Um, <laughs> It's like, uh, but uh, boy, those cowboys. How about them cowboys? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Jimmy Johnson. Boy, I tell you what, this is an, I'm going to have to think long and hard, but I know it's, a, it's not a 24 hour show, so I will get to it. I don't know about this game. How do you not know about this game? Come on, Joe. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to go with your Cowboys. I'm going to go with your Cowboys. And just, God you know damn it, I'm, Joe. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. God damn it, Joe. The Giants are playing the fucking Commanders. I, what? Oh, Giants Commanders. I, I was scrolling. I'm sorry. I have a, I have a laptop from 1973 Jesus. I'm using right now. Good God. Oh. No, wait. I told you I'm sticking with the Giants. The Giants, the commanders. I think you're talking about the Cowboy game now. No, I was talking. I said Giants, the New York football Giants, and the Washington Commandos. And I said I like the Giants, and I thought we moved on. No, we had not moved on yet because I didn't give my pick of the Commandos because the Giants are fucking terrible. They are. They are so bad. Now, we will get to the Dallas Cowboys, who are 6-3, and three, taking on the 1-8 and eight. Carolina Panthers. Dallas is a ten and a half point favorite on the road. Oh my God. Yeah, that I, you know, I hate giving up double just betting wise. I wouldn't bet the game at all, but I think the Cowboys. I think they're they're getting their act together. I think Jerry's been down in the locker room like when Jerry Jones comes down the locker room with like a pen, a pad of paper. Guys get scared. And so they better start playing. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys, bro. And I know that'll just even us out anyway because that's, that's, that's a market-off game. Cause yeah. I, I mean, the Panthers suck. They're 1-8. and eight. The, And Cowboy fans will be all excited. Two big wins in a row. Oh, wow, they score a whole bunch of points. But then when they play somebody good, they shit the bed. So I will take the Cowboys in that game. Uh, easy win. Uh, next game up, we got the 3-6 and six Tennessee Titans. Taking on the six and three Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are a seven point favorite at home. Well, it's another one we just might as well mark it off. It doesn't count for me either because I know you can't take the Titans, and I'm certainly not going to take them this week. Yeah. I'm taking the uh, Jags. 
Yeah, this was an easy one. The Jags are the the Jags are going to try to make the playoffs this year. I, I got to give them credit. They're going to try to get back in the playoffs. Oh they man! The Jaguars and the Lions in the playoffs. Yeah, this no year. shit. Like, what happened? Where did, was I? Was I under a rock in Burma for a while? Or I mean, oh, wouldn't that would, now? Wouldn't that be the ultimate shitter? Is that the Super Bowl is like the Browns and the Lions? Yeah, that would I be know. like That's oh what god. You watch the Westminster Dog Show that day. <laughs> um, all right, in another kick to the nuts game, we've got the two and eight Cardinals, and they're taking on the five and four Texans. Everybody's saying that C.J. Stroud is the greatest freshman rookie quarterback of all time, and I look at their record and they're five and four. I have a hard time saying he's the greatest. He's having a good season. He's probably going to win rookie of the year. Um, Kyler Murray, I guess, is going to play in this game. So, Cardinals, Texans. My boy's back. I'm going with Kyler. You're going Cardinals in this game. Well, I, you know, I can't pick. I, 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 I can't pick Houston teams. So, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm not going to be surprised if the Texans beat them, though. Yeah, I, I want to see the Cardinals win. You know, he, he, he's the one guy. Everybody, get, I, 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 there's so many haters for that Kyler kid. And, you know, he goes out and plays hard. I mean, he does. So, I mean, I, I, I don't hate the kid. I'm kind of a fan of it. So, I like oh. him, too. Oh, you know what? I'm reading over the contract right now. Um, you know, my hatred for Kyler Murray since he went to the University of, Tech, or University of Oklahoma and won a Heisman Trophy, uh, it surpasses my rule. I'm taking the Texans this weekend. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you've got to yeah, you got to figure that one out. Yeah, I see that. The yeah, dilemma. that's yeah. quite the conundrum. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm taking the Texans and, this weekend for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. And that, that'll throw a little, uh, you know, a little competition in our thing because mm-hmm. you know. How about the four and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road against the six and three San Francisco 49ers who broke their uh, losing streak last week? The Niners are an eleven and a half point favorite. It's so easy to want to pick the Niners, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, the old Baker Mayfield. Oh no, I know where you're going. I, I, I mean, I almost want to just bet against you on this one, Arnie. I really do, just to make because I like it. I mean, you know, you know, money's never meant anything to me. I know, <laughs> I, I know, I know, Joe. <laughs> you know, so I almost want you, but I, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you, you can't. Come on. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta take the nine. But I swear to God, I, you remember I was thinking about it. If the Buccaneers win this game, I, you know, Niners I want a Monday morning call. Yeah, my Niners are probably gonna win by fifty, so I won't be calling you on Monday. Uh, uh, hey there, Roger Goodell. Go ahead. Uh, how about the four and five New York Jets, 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 Jets taking on the five and five Buffalo Bills? Jets and the Bills. Another uh, New York, a uh, New York state of mind. You know, whatever. I you know what? Uh, I went there for my honeymoon, Niagara Falls. How was it? I uh, it was it was incredible, unbelievable. We we had it a knoll the day later. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey Joe, I got to knock on. Fuck the Bills. I'm sick of them being cocky. The Jets win this game. Now, over the last few seasons, I have been on the Bills bandwagon, but last week I had enough. 
J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go, Jets, go. Um, Hey, Joe, knock, knock. Who's there? Yoda Leahy. Yoda Leahy, who? boy. Uh, next game up, we got the 6-3 and three <laughs> Seahawks. The pride of Seattle taking on the 3-6 and six L.A. Rams. The game is in L.A. Seattle is a one-point favorite. You know, everybody has their one thing that they, uh, that they, just a weird phobia, or not phobia, but just something you don't care for. The one thing in my life, I've never been able, I could, I've never, I've never chewed it, eat it, it's gum. I can't stand gum. I think something you just chew, but you don't eat, you just leave it for somebody else to get on their shoe or their hair. Uh, it's the ridiculous, and uh, I've never. I hate. So I hate Pete Carroll. I hate him anyway. No matter if he choose uh, to uh, eighteen packs of freedom every game, I hate the Seahawks. I hate Pete Carroll. I'm going with the Rams. That's all very logical picking. Very Thank very logical. You. I picking. thought somebody would understand me. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to take the Seahawks because they're way better than the Rams. Uh, uh, I don't know how this game got on Sunday. Let me apologize for NBC. Let me take the time out to apologize for NBC. First of all, you have to sit through Chris Collinsworth. That's horrible enough, okay? Yeah. But but it gets even worse now because the Sunday night game is the 6 and 4 Vikings against the 4 and 5 Broncos. Yeah, well, the Vikings going to that mile high city. Um, you know, I'm gonna stick with the Broncos. Uh, this, I mean, you know, they they did they did me good last week, and so I'm gonna ride them. I'm gonna ride them for a couple of games here. So I'm gonna take Denver. They are a, about a field goal favorite. Um, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Broncos. You know, the Vikings um, are nothing special. Well, the Vikings got a new quarterback now, who's who's lighting things up. What's his name? Dowd or something like that. I, I mean, he's he's playing all right, and I I can't play st- Kentucky or something like that. Yeah, I, I can't stand Russell Wilson. I can't stand the Denver Broncos. I don't like that color of orange. That color of orange throws off the whole spectrum of orange because orange is a beautiful color, especially the darker burnt orange, but not the Broncos orange. So fuck the Broncos. I'm taking the Vikings. And remember, Russell Wilson's wife wasn't the one that sang Diamonds in the Sky, okay? <laughs> All right, last game. And I tell you what, for a Monday night game, they are knocking this one out of the park. This is a great game for Monday night football. Mainly because Travis Kelsey's parents, ah, dot, 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 Travis Kelsey's parents are going to meet Taylor Swift's parents at this game. Is she coming up from Argentina? I don't think so. I think just the parents are coming. So oh, this is a right. big GTA night. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a big one because both their boys are playing. Both the Kelseys are going to be on the field. So we got the eight and one Philadelphia Eagles taking on the seven and two Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are a two and a half point favorite. And yes, this is a Super Bowl rematch. And, 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 oh, yeah, it is a rematch. I didn't think of that. That's a good – I didn't even think of that. You know, I think – wasn't the, the, the lesser-known Kelsey up in the people's sexiest man yes. uh, issue? Yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I want to like him, but he's an Eagle, so fuck him. Yeah, I don't care. I, you know, I, do, I know you don't like this guy either, but I'm a kind of a fan of Jalen Hurts. 
Okay, yeah, I hate him too. I, 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 I look, look. I think oh, Brittany Mahomes is getting a little too. She's a little starstruck when she's got to sit with, uh, with. Uh, uh, oh, Taylor. oh. Let me let me tell you the Swifties because I live with the Swiftie. Swifties <laughs> don't. They do not care for Mrs. Mahomes. They do not like her, and they don't want her to be any part of Taylor's life. I'll tell you that right now. I know I saw that that you live with the Swift. <laughs> you you get oh, cause that could lead me another thing about your cause you said uh you said like here we go with the Christmas season. Is it is it you know, the other half it's a big Christmas ready to rock and roll Christmas? Oh yeah, oh, our tree's up already, Joe. <laughs> with my tidbit sad later, I'll, I'll come up with that. I was going to ask them about that because I'm like, you're a Swifty, you're a, you're an end of October Christmaser, uh, yeah. And that, but see, like I said, a gentleman listening to listen to me very carefully. Your only answer is yes, dear, or you're fucked. Okay, you just say yes, dear, or you are fucked. You will never get laid, buddy. Okay. Uh. Forget about it, okay? And that's just the way, and, and that's just the way I was raised. <laughs> I'm going with the uh, Eagles. Well, you know that I, being a Cowboys fan, and hating anything that has to do with Philadelphia, uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. I think you know what? I know that she's supposed to be in Brazil because it was just told to me by my Swifty wife. Um, is in Brazil. I oh, think Brazil, she comes up Argentina. to the game. Yeah, like yeah, they both have a lot of cocaine. Let's remember that. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. So there you go. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, you are gold as ever, my friend. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the compliment. Um, because yeah, I love it. I love being on the show. I really do. I, I love because, you know, I mean, to you, like Joe Murphy has nothing to say. <laughs> I, I could talk about, you know, so my quick tidbits, and you're really, I was going to ask you, though, are you a Christmas fan? Uh, I like Christmas. I, I, I'm I'm not uh, I, I'm not a Christmas file. I don't have the special pajamas or anything. I like Christmas. It's fine. I I don't get all worked out a you know place for it. But yeah, it's fine. You know what I got? For, you know what I got last year? I got the actual um, but pink bunny rabbit suit from Christmas Story. I oh, wear did that you? Now. Yeah, well, I, I can ima- I imagine. Now, do you wear that with clients? Uh, well, if it's, uh, if need be, okay. you know, if, All need right. be, if it's a Wookiee deal, like, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, okay. but, uh, so I mean, Christmas music, is it just, I mean, do you, do you like it or you can't stand it or, um, Christmas music's okay. I, I, when, you know, when radio stations turn over the whole station, the country I, or, or to Christmas, I pretty much change the station, but, uh, I, I don't mind Christmas. I, I'll play the week of Christmas that I'm doing the show. Yeah. I'll play Christmas music that week. And all I need is Bob Seger's little drummer boy, and then Bono saying, uh, "Here to them underneath that burning sun." Okay, now getting past that, uh, first songs are way too early. I, I think I'm, I'm like you. Let's let's hit the Christmas music a little. Like let's get to December first, or maybe the, maybe after Thanksgiving we're good. But I'm a, my mom was a huge Christmas. She loved Christmas, so I've always been a Christmas fan. Um, did you notice now that ESPN has their own book? It's no longer seen. ESPN bet. You can now bet. Remember the days when betting was taboo or bad? Now oh, you God, can, yeah. ESPN actually takes bets now. ESPN bet. That's lovely. And, uh, 
They're talking about Dion leaving Colorado. Dion, if you leave Colorado, that's so stupid that you will look like the biggest money grubber ever. Wait, 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 um, wait. Where's he going? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. They're, they're talking about the Raiders or somewhere. I mean, yes, that's just stupid. I didn't hear somebody said that the, the, the uh, Matt Rule, the Nebraska coach, is on the hot seat. My ass, he's on the hot seat. He is nowhere near close to being on the, the hot seat. And, uh, yeah, so uh, that's about all I got, Ernie. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, Joe. Every Thursday, boy. All right, my friend. You have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week, Joe. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Oh, in rare form today. God damn. I'll take this team. Well, we're not talking about that game, Joe. Oh. And then he blames it on me. Then he blames it on me. Why does everybody blame everything on me? Now, of course, we're not going to take a break. We're just going to continue doing the show here. Uh, and I have some good stories for you. Uh, the first two, well, got to tell you, got to tell you, um, something crazy is going on in this world because we all know this. A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, no, but Pablo Escobar, who wanted to have hippos on his property in Colombia, Bought hippos, and the hippos, well, they like to fuck. And ever since Pablo Escobar's uh, death of natural causes, natural being because he's a drug lord, um, he left these these hippos to, to roam. And the hippos have been destroying the infrastructure of Colombia, meaning they're eating the cocoa plants. Yesterday it was announced... That the sterilization of the hippos, descendants of animals illegally brought to the country, have started. Two male hippos and a female underwent surgical sterilization. Or sterilization. Environmental authorities said it's a part of a larger government effort to control the population of more than 100 of the mammals that roam around unsupervised in the rivers. The plan includes sterilization of 40 hippos a year and then transfer some to other countries and possibly euthanasia. Well, those kids in China will love them. I'm going to miss this sound effect. This is one of my all-time favorites. A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. See, that's something that I don't need a reminder of. But see, we still have... Do you guys know you can go to Cambodia and shoot an RPG at a cow? See, I didn't know that. And teach your kids to honk if they ever become stuck in a car. All right, uh, your kid's stuck in a hot car, have them honk. I will butt-fuck this bitch on the table right hey, now. Please, somebody Sarah. call Donald Trump. Hey. Oh. Wow! So it looks like... It looks like... Columbia is taking care of their hippo problem. That just saddens me. I wanted the hippos to take over. That would have been that would have been awesome. Oh man. Okay. Oh wait, let's see. Let's see. Now we're we're gonna stay in the animal kingdom here because this this is a, a, a quite a problem, I, I would imagine. Uh, this happened on a flight recently from uh, heading from Belgium to New York. Now, it was forced to return, so it was from New York to Belgium, obviously. Uh, heading to Belgium from New York, obviously. 
Uh, it was refer- uh, forced to return to JFK after and only after a horse got out of its stall. The horse got loose within 30 minutes of the flight. Do, do we have the recording? We have the recording of the flight. Let's go. Come on. Let's hear it. Anytime now. Boston uh, Alpha Proud after 4592, uh, climbing for low 332. Atlanta 4592, Boston Center, welcome. Uh, reconstruction of flights, blah, blah, blah. And Boston Center Alpha Proud after 4592. Mm-hmm. Atlanta 4592, guys. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape his stall. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying-wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. Atlanta 4592, uh, Roger. You are cleared to Kennedy via radar vectors. For now, fly your present heading. Descend- so they're a cargo plane, and they're taking horses from New York to Belgium? That's why the horse is on the plane. Boy, that's a call you don't think that you're going to get as a, an air traffic controller? Yeah, uh, hi, Tower. Uh, yeah, we're a cargo plane, and uh, wouldn't you know, craziest thing, a couple of the alligators got loose. Now, now we're okay to fly, but uh, we're going to have to turn around. Otherwise, the alligators are going to eat us. Psh. I mean, it's not a Pegasus. No, this is not a flying horse. Fucking flying now. Everybody's unruly, even including the horses. I mean, did the horse stand up and say this? Possibly. I'm telling you right now, that motherfucker motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with him or not. I'm not. See, that was, that's all the horse, the horse said that motherfucker ain't real. Horse just went, hey, the horse has had enough. I have a friend who bought a $50,000 horse, but they decided to have it shipped. Maybe they knew this could happen. Don't they eat horse meat there? Oh, it could be. It could be. We're one of the only countries in the world that don't eat horse. They slaughter them in Mexico. I wouldn't want to be a stewardess on this flight. God almighty. From New York to Belgium? Boy, there's going to be a lot of horse shit on that flight. Amid the fuel dump, pilot requested a veterinarian to be president. Uh, once landed, the flight assistant on the ground, negative on the ramp. Yes, we have a horse problem. Remains unclear how the horse managed to escape, but it remained unrestrained until the plane landed. Could you imagine the flight attendant was probably yelling at the horse? Sir! Sir, can can you put your seatbelt on, sir? 
Sir, we're going to have to call the cops if you don't put your seatbelt on, sir. Flight attendants walking back. Oh, horse shit. Their, their buddy goes, what's wrong? No, I mean, I stepped in some. Now, speaking of poop, there's a new article out here, and I wanted to share this with you. Can pooping the wrong way give you cancer? Um, um, wait a second. I'm confused. Y'all, y'all need to help me. I grew up in the South. Is, is there an alternate way to poop? Because it says, can pooping the wrong way give you cancer? I, I only think there's one way to do it. Doctors say most people aren't going to the bathroom right and reveals how you should be doing it. And how you should be doing it means that, fuck you. I'm watching the video right now. Now, ask family, I'm going to share this video with you. Can any of y'all do this on the toilet? They want you to raise your damn left leg and cross it over while you are pooping. Dr. Daria Setovsky, who hails from Singapore posted her video in the spring, and since has garnered more than 26 million views, she hikes her left leg up over her right leg and sits cross-legged like a man? Oh, they do, well, they, they demo, they demo the, 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 the actual way to sit. They don't actually demo the poop. Let's see, bending your legs, relaxing your asshole, and let her rip. Any other ways? Really, I have to poop so bad right now, I'm prairie-dogging it to run to the bathroom. Do you just hover over the bowl? I do this crazy thing, drink plenty of water and eat plenty of fiber. Hurry, let me know. I didn't know if I'm at risk. Uh, I'm going to stick with the way it's been working for me for 60 years, not doing yoga on the toilet. Fuck, that's what it looks like. I got to be John claude Van Damme to poop like this. You think my fat-ass leg is going to fit up on my other fat-ass leg? And by the way, if I do that, then my wiener's probably going to be exposed. I'm going to be peeing on the ceiling. I can't sit apple cross or crisscross applesauce, let alone shit this way. Oh, I'm falling off the toilet. Maybe later today when I go through my movements, maybe I'll try this. Oh, and you got to turn, too, and, like, act like you're cracking your back? Can pooping the wrong way. Like, when I saw that, way, is it coming out of somebody's elbow? My bowel movement is like a giant rolling rock in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Drink some calcium citrate. You'll have more problems keeping it in. I can sit that way, but why? Well, they say that's the correct way. I, I, I think I would freak out if I was sitting in a doctor's office and he goes, are you pooping the right way? Wait a second. Wait a second. Is there another way? 
<laughs> have I missed something in the last 52 years? Has there been something developed that, that I'm pooping the wrong way? Oh, gosh. I love our world so much. We make up problems. Constipated, try this. Shut up. Just shut up. Don't tell me to don't tell me to cross my legs when I'm trying to take a crap. Ah, uh, Idaho teacher Jessica Lawson. Yeah, baby. Arrested for having sex with a minor. After cops find him behind the wheel because she was too drunk to drive. Oh, she's a keeper, all right, eh? She's not horrible looking. I mean, I would imagine you'd call this broad probably like an, an Idaho 7 and the rest of the world about a 4. Oh, you know what? I'll give her an Idaho 8. She'll be an Idaho 8, the rest of America uh, a 4. Court documents say the boy admitted to having marijuana at him at the, on him at the time. Parents claim Lawson picked the teen up at 11 o'clock on November 6th and drove him to her house in St. Anthony. Wait a second. Flag on the play here. Hold up. How old is this young fella? 16 or 17. Okay. Uh, she picked him up at 11 o'clock. Who's letting their 17-year-old go out at 11 o'clock at night? Like, if you went out at 7 and you're still out past, like, 11 or 12, that's fine. But you're going to start the night out at 11? Being raised in Idaho, I can say she's in, in Idaho 7. Thank you, Eric. See, I told you. I, I'm, I'm pretty good on my numbers here. Once there, she and the teenager had sex after getting drunk and high at her place. According to the boy's mama, uh, she copped to picking him up from home and taking him to her house where she gave him booze. However, they both denied anything else occurred and that while the marijuana in the house, she didn't give it to him. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that black and white takes, oh, that takes her down. Yeah, she's definitely Idaho 7. Maybe a three and a half otherwise. She's been booked on a $250,000 bond. Eh, well. Why are the parents letting their fucking, their 16-year-old out at 11 o'clock at night? Where are you going? That, that shit would, it, wait, wait a second here. Hold on a second. Am I far off on that? Am, am, am I just speaking gibberish right now? Is this normal now for kids to go out at 11 o'clock at night? Am I, am I on my rocking chair on the porch right now? Because you come knocking on my door at 11 o'clock at night, first of all, you're going to get a hatchet to the neck because I'm probably asleep. You're here for Arnie Jr.? What do you want with Arnie Jr.? Hey, by the way, aren't you Arnie Jr.'s teacher? What, you guys are going out? What, what does going out mean? Oh, I'm answering the door. Like, see, once again, good thing I was never, ever a parent. Because I'd have had booby traps on the everything, and, and my kids wouldn't wait. They'd want to sneak out, and I'm sure they're going to get out sometimes. But I'm going to have the house booby-trapped to where it's like Home Alone shit. And when Arnie Jr. or Arnie the Third or Arnie the Fourth or his brother Arnie the Fifth 
they try to sneak out, old daddy's going to know what's going on. And I'm going to go to this gal's car and be like, hey, what you doing with my boy? Now, if she says it the correct way, I'm breaking him into manhood, then I'm going to let him go. But if she starts lying to me like, oh, we're going to do some lesson planning, okay, just tell me you're going to fuck him. Just tell me that. Love of God. So, yeah, she got arrested for it. Teacher sex is back, people. You got to love that. Our final story today, we got to take us a trip, ass family. I'm excited about this one because, boy, oh, boy, you know how much I love making fun of this place. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people our place worth seeing there. It's just the real pits. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top, she was a real mean bitch. Yes, she was. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to win. Yeehaw! Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. I'm just going to read from the story for you. Christmas parade season has officially arrived. Especially in the volunteer state. Kids show up hours beforehand. They're handing out, you know... Flyers and candy on Main Street, wherever this Main Street was in Tazewell, Tennessee. Once there, the kids drink hot chocolate, watch Christmas tree lightings, then come the parade where Santa rides on the last float. Well, the Tazewell Police Department says that Henry Meade who was driving a motorized lawnmower pulling carts full of kids and their families, was acting a little erratic. Visitors at the event notified them of his behavior and several officers confronted him. Holy shit! Officers noted that Mr. Meade was unsteady on his feet, so they conducted a field sobriety test. The test, <laughs> the test determined that he was under the influence. The conductor of Santa's train was taken into custody. Oh, my God, that is so fantastic. Officers found him in possession of a syringe, methamphetamine, and several other narcotics that were on him as he was conducting... Santa's train. (laughs) That is so fantastic that Tennessee has a fucking guy driving the lawnmower saying, Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. He got robbed. Oh, he got more than robbed. Oh, God almighty. The first thing, by the way, the, the mayor did 
will say, hey, the city did not hire this guy. I don't, I, 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 I don't know where this guy came from. Everybody's saying, hey, it, it's okay. Nobody was in harm's way. Really? He's on a riding lawnmower pulling children and nobody's in harm's way? Really? Really? Look, look, I will, I will, I will handle, oh my God. Oh, there's video. Oh boy. Once again, it is Uh-oh. time for One Tank Trips. And thanks to Northern Ohio Honda dealers, we get to drive around this beautiful 2024 Honda CRV Hybrid Sport. We're going to top off the tank and have some great adventures. Once again, it's time for One Tank Trips. Well, that's a terrible sound. Tazewell man arrested this weekend during pre-parade festivities, accused of operating a children's train while under the influence. Yeah, on Saturday evening, many people saw the conductor of the Santa Fe Choo Choo acting a little erratically, got the attention of the local officers. The man has been identified as 50-year-old Henry Mead. Officers say he was unsteady on his feet and seen tossing a prescription bottle toward the other officers. A field sobriety test was done. They determined he was under the influence. Meade was taken into custody and a search found a syringe, meth, and several other narcotics on him. He is Happy holidays, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, ass family, our world is so entertaining. I look up, I, you know, I used to always kind of continue, you know, I'd wake up and be like, huh? I actually look forward and look forward to starting the next day because I don't know what news stories are going to be out there. A guy high on meth conducting Santa's train in a state that I hate. Oh. <laughs> November is the month of Arnie, I just tell you. Uh, ask family, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Look at that. We've made it to the end of the week. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic night. And adios, everybody. Take off time to time With those crazy friends of mine Head out on steel horses With wheels and we ride We burn up that road To old Mexico Blend in with the desert Just we amigos and we roll Cowboys like us Sure do have fun Racing the wind Chasing the sun Take the long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such Cowboys like us Talk about living Babies and women All that we've lost And all we've been given We sing about true love Lie about things we ain't done 
more coal Come morning, get up and we roll Cowboys like us Sure do have fun Racing the wind Chasing the sun Take a long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such For cowboys like us is outside waiting to arrest him.